Welcome back, everybody, to Pop Pop, the Pop Culture Podcast. I am the LA nerd, Joel Reeves, and with me, as always, is Taylor Salen. hey And Lauren Sperling. Hi, friends. This is episode number 48. We are two away from being menopausal, mm. and it is going to be a big... I don't big... think that's how that works. It's not, but for 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 podcasts, we're, we're, it might We're two be. episodes away from almost being over the hill. Yeah, for podcasts, you don't know how podcast menstrual cycles work. You're right, I don't. Exactly. Taylor, play those sweet smooth jams. Wicka wicka. Yeah, uh, how's life, everybody? Good, good. Been hanging out, been watching a lot of stuff, trying to keep up. There's been a lot of stuff coming out this this month, so fucking yeah. hey. keep up with everything. You know what? What have you been watching? All kinds of shit, sweet man. segue. All right, that was very nice. Um, a lot of stuff. Uh, we'll start with, um, I guess, the movies you guys haven't seen, which are Gemini Man. I saw. Oh. Uh, I did indeed see it in the. Um, format that we mentioned which was like the high frame rate mm-hmm. i don't believe it was 4k i think it was 2k but the high frame rate i think it was i'm not sure if it was 120 but it was 60 fps fps i believe um only because a few locations were, were only doing that special format so you were also um, telling me that that should be the way the movie is seen absolutely that's what i was going to get into is i think it's definitely the the preferred way to see the movie it's uh so like they've done high frame rate for other stuff like um the Hobbit was probably mm-hmm. the most notable, and I, I didn't get to see yeah, that. But that but one I, was fucking bad. That's what I've heard is yeah. very soap opery. It has the same effect as like motion smoothing on your TV, where yeah. it just kind of it takes a, it takes away the cinematic effect, so to yeah. speak. And in this one, I would say it's probably the best use of that format that at least that I've seen, which really hasn't been that much. But um, it's pretty incredible. There's a couple scenes that are pretty amazing in the, using the high frame rate. The underwater sequence, which to myself as soon as i saw that i was like oh my god avatar 2 is going to be amazing <laughs> and it's incredible and then there's a bike chase scene in the movie and there's w- one point where the is that puts, the one in the trailer where he fucking throws the motorcycle he at like him? whip he basically yeah. like pistol whips him with the mm-hmm. motorcycle for all what? intents and purposes only will smith could tail whip himself in the face yeah tail whip exactly no one else could do that to will smith yep. but will smith yeah it's a pretty it's a pretty cool sequence but there's one shot in particular where he is like going driving down this narrow alleyway and it's a pov shot of of the motorcycle and the effect with the uh, the high frame rate in that moment is pretty jaw-dropping and uncanny and hyper real and it's weird it's it's super effective so i think high frame rate works very well with action sequences and things like what you're describing environments stuff like that the fact that they choose so like it's they're not being selective enough with it. Like being able to switch frame rates within mm-hmm. the edit of a film would be very helpful. Absolutely. I don't want to watch uh, Days of Our Lives, Gemini Man. Absolutely. Like, and I, uh, I, I don't need it for the entire movie. I need it for the parts where it makes sense. Agreed. Yeah. And that's actually some, something that James Cameron recently came out and said. He was like, I don't see, I think it was James Cameron. I don't see high frame rate as like the future yeah. Of cinema. I see it as a as a tool to to help ease the Oh yeah. 
the jump for people for 3D where you get that the headache and the motion blur. And so oh, like you, I immediately basically it's turn a selective it off. tool for Cameron is yeah, what you're saying. I immediately turn it off every time I get a new TV. Um, yeah. Not that I get well, a see, new TV see, often, see, but that's, my that's, bitch of an ex-girlfriend did recently steal a TV of mine. So Totally. And that's the difference, though, between the actual native high frame rate and what your TV does is... Your your TV is essentially taking something that's twenty four or thirty frames per second, and it's and yeah. it's, it's interpolating, yeah. it's adding fake frames yeah. and creating that effect. Whereas here, it's actually shot sixty frames per second and projected at sixty. So that's what that's what really gives it a a, a better appeal, a higher quality, in my opinion. Right. Like it gives it that. It's not quite the soap opera effect that like people associate with. It still um, kind of is when it's not fast moving action though. When it's like, like a little like bit, a dialogue I, it's, it's a very scene, much a proscenium. It's, not... it's a proscenium effect where it's like you're looking into a box almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's it works. It works. I would say it's not really necessary for this movie though, other than being like a technical experiment. The movie itself like is is not not great. <laughs> um, the script was basically so it's, wait wait wait. So we're not in the Will Smith sense. I mean, it's a throwback to like the. Mo- it's funny in my review, I said, you know, the movie is about Will Smith literally and metaphorically grappling, gla- grappling with his former self. And I think <laughs> oh, in a lot of ways, this movie, great. this movie represents like Will Smith trying to relive the quote unquote glory days of his career, where in the late '90s, where he was doing a lot of action roles yeah. like Bad that Boys and Independence Day, and you know, for better or worse, stuff like Wild Wild West. Um, hey, but but I love that movie. but I think there is some interesting subtext there. But like overall, the movie is like not effective at all, and it's going to lose a lot of money. It was a huge bump. Oh, I've already read uh, that's like seventy five million. Yeah. Oh that was God. the most recent report. in the red. Yeah. I mean, this movie caught. So what's crazy though is that this is they actually create young Will Smith is a complete digital creation. It's not like an old person who they de the face of. Like they they got Will Smith's motion capture, and then they basically created a complete CG double. Um, that they what? used his performance to interpolate from. I, I'm not. There were specific reasons for it. Um, Weird. I'm not sure exactly why, but it's interesting. It's an interesting approach. The specific and, reasons were money. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Will Smith's like huge payday. They probably. wanted to spend more money. But yeah, so yeah. I've, pr- I've probably been talking about this way, t- way too, uh, uh, far too longer than I should have. But uh, I would say if you're gonna see Gemini Man in theaters, see it in the high frame rate in 3D. If not, just wait till home video. You might get a kick out of it. Um, it's a fun action '90s throwback. If you take it that way, don't take it too seriously. You'll, you'll have a good time. Uh, it was I, not a movie I was going to take seriously. Yeah, from the beginning. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, not that you should, but I'm just saying, you know, for yeah, for other people, for the audience. Uh, also, had a chance to watch El Camino, which you yes, saw. Finally, what did you think of El Camino, Joel? Uh man, I fucking loved it. I I've I've talked to a few people who were like, it was just a longer episode of the show, and I was like, yeah. I mean, isn't that's that what you want? That's fucking awesome. Yeah, I was isn't like, that what you want from the greatest show yeah. of all time? Is more of that? I was like, that is exactly why I loved it. It was like it was like two episodes back to back that tied mm-hmm. up some shit that like we needed to tie yeah, up. It gives you a lot. Of, it gives you a lot of closure, which I liked. You know, it wasn't necessarily. Probably wasn't necessary, but in my opinion, it feels damn good to be back in this world again for another two hours, as shitty as like the world is. Oh, the movie was not but, needed, but uh, yeah. I enjoyed. And that there's, it it's. I think it's also expertly crafted. Like Vince Gilligan's writing in this movie, and the way he ratchets up the tension, and the way he presents all these scenarios, and and the way Jesse has to deal with all these increasingly yeah. difficult situations tense situations i think i wasn't expecting anything it's, less it's masterful like, it is, you know it just it is rem- just like an episode of the show absolutely and i think t- 
taking that into trying to turn it into a narrative two hour film is a really interesting experiment. You know what I mean? And I think it's mostly successful in that respect. Um, so that's all I'll really say on that. We Have could you probably. No, because I didn't watch the show. Yeah, you probably, you, you, if you watched it without watching the show, you could understand it, no. but it wouldn't hold. It wouldn't hold the same weight. Yeah, that's what I feel. Um, that you know, obviously, if you, but you still need to watch Breaking Bad. It's one of the I greatest know, shows it's of all on time. My list. Uh, I also watched this movie called The Laundromat. Have you guys heard of The Laundromat? No. It's a new Steven uh, Soderbergh movie that just dropped on oh. Netflix. I just watched it a couple days. I had no he, idea it even existed. Did he shoot it on the iPhone 11 Pro? No, he didn't. He actually shot it on a real on a real um, thing. And what's crazy you. is this movie This movie stars Meryl Streep. You've got Gary Oldman, Antonio Banderas. Oh, my gosh. And, like, a bunch of other bit players. Like, Soderbergh is, like, the king of bit players. Like, he works with tons of great character but actors. How have I not heard yeah. of this movie? All that's these fucking people that's are in it. what I said. And so it's it's basically about this. It's based on a true story about this money laundering scheme. Um, and Gary Oldman and uh, Antonio Banderas play these, these this pair of, like, law- corrupt lawyers, basically. And they're sort of narrating it. And it's a very, like, uh, presentational style where it kind of starts with them talking to the camera and saying, this is what happened. This, You know, it's... Um, and so it's really fun. Um, it's got some really interesting, fun twists and turns. I think it's classic Soderbergh, you know, like doing his genre thing. Yeah. The way he does. Um, and you said it's on Netflix? It's on Netflix. Wow. And it's uh, it's a fun, breezy little like hour and a half movie that is. And just to clarify, necess- he didn't shoot it on an iPhone. No. Okay. I mean, not as far as I'm aware. Pretty sure it's it's got gotcha. better better quality than than Unsane. I still think that was an interesting experiment. So I watched that, and I would definitely recommend it. And then finally, I had a chance to uh, Disney sent over the um, Lion King Blu-ray, so oh. I had a chance to rewatch that on home video. And uh, I don't remember if I talked about it on the show or not. I may have talked about it in what we've been watching. If but you did, it was so unmemorable. Yeah. It's a it's a fairly have you seen The Lion King yet? No. Okay. It's a fairly obligatory remake. I would say technically speaking it's pretty pretty impressive. Um especially I have in, heard it is a just a re, it is a 100% frame for frame re- no, it's remake no. of the movie. No, it's not. It's not. It's close. There's a lot of sequences that are frame for frame, but the whole movie is definitely like there's some new stuff. Favreau shoots it in a different way. Um that's interesting. Like basically what they did, dude, is they used VR to shoot the movie, basically. So they mm-hmm. would put on these VR headsets, and then they'd have, like, a cameraman with a Steadicam, uh, a Steadicam operator with, like, a digital camera on top, and they would shoot it, or they would lay down a dolly track and shoot it like a dolly shot, or they had a drone operator do a helicopter shot. So they really photographed huh. it in a way that would be the closest to, like, a real production in the digital environment right mm-hmm. and so that that makes it really interesting on a technical level and it's a beautiful movie and especially on 4k it's pretty freaking impressive um but the story is basically it's 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 um by going for photorealism you know and making everything photorealistic in terms of the storytelling like it really takes a lot of the magic away from yeah. what made the original so special you know the colors um and yeah. and the sort of like universal nature for lack of a better word of of that story you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and so i think you know um it's it's an interesting technical experiment but it's basically the same movie not as well done um and with some weird freaking choices like have you guys seen the 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 design for um pumbaa 
No. But, like, they made him look like a real warthog, and it's yeah. just, it's off-putting. Like, stuff like that, you well, know No, but I mean? isn't and that the point? That he looks like a real warthog? It's it, supposed it to is, be but real. I, I, the, the, like, it takes away from, like, what made, like, the exaggerated nature of those characters in that yeah, movie is kind of, like, what makes it a little bit for me. The... Right, but so, in a movie where it's supposed to be real animals, what did you expect them to look like? Oh, no, I just, I, no, totally. I just <laughs> think just it's, it it's I think it's weird. It's, it's, it's weird seeing a wart, like, a weird-looking warthog talk like that. I wasn't expecting anything different, but it's just off putting a little bit you know what i mean right now no i'm just saying it's 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 a little bit off-putting but regardless uh timon and pumper are actually the best part of yeah. the remake yeah. they billy actor and uh, seth rogan are so incredible in the movie billy actor yeah yeah, yeah yeah so uh you know i i i give the movie a two out of five i think they gave the Fuck. blu-ray i think i gave the blu-ray a four and a half out of five four out of five something like that um so i'd recommend it Jesus uh, Christ, the but yes better than the movie itself Oh yeah, the picture quality is incredible. The sound quality is okay, but good enough to like make it worth buying. So yeah, that's basically what I've been watching. In addition to like other stuff, but that's the big stuff I've been watching. Sweet, nice. Lauren. Yeah. What about you? Um, I haven't been watching a ton. Uh, I've been working my way through American Horror Story still while yeah. like doing work. So I finished through Coven now, um, cool. which uh, I think that's my favorite season so far out of the five seasons I've seen. Um, I, yeah, I, I would say that I think that's one of my favorites and I think it's, uh, revered by the fans as one of the best. Yeah. Uh, Asylum was really hard for me to get through. Yeah. I did not enjoy it. Oh, that you're going to love Freak Show. But I don't know. <laughs> you're not going to love Freak Show. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, it's going to be bad. I've been doing more than watching. So we, uh, we went to Dark Harbor this weekend. Queen Mary. Mary. Uh, I had never been to the Queen Mary before, and I'd never been to Dark Harbor before, um, and it was an interesting experience. <laughs> Every time I go to the Queen Mary, I try to taunt the ghosts. It never works. They're yeah. pretty docile. Yeah. <laughs> I really wish they would be angry ghosts. They never are. Sorry about it. It's upsetting. You're just looking to find the, 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 real, the spooky wagon in real life is what you're working towards. I'm just trying to fight some ghosts. <laughs> I ain't afraid of no ghosts. I ain't. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. And everyone's like, "Oh, don't taunt the ghosts." And I'm like, "This ghost can suck my dick," and it never does. This ghost can suck it. Yeah. So how was Dark Harbor? Uh, it was interesting. I it's a very different vibe from any other haunts that I've been to. Um, and I think if it had been less crowded, I would have enjoyed it more. Um, because we got there early. Um before the gates opened and so we were probably within the first 75 people yeah. into the park or into the thing um and we were the first people on one of the mazes they do um, they do some things like out on the harbor before you get onto the boat right they do some shit like everything in, like, the is park. off the boat there's uh, there's three okay. mazes that are on the boat but you don't like go through the rest of the Boat, no right right but i'm saying like there's a lot of shit on like the harbor uh, itself yeah. right yeah. there's i think there were three mazes off ship three on ship and there's like acrobats and magicians and dance groups and there's just a shit ton of stuff happening throughout that area right. um but it's just it's a bit more campy um than scary I found, um, which it, it was fun. The performers seemed to be having a good time, and they also wander around a lot, yeah, um, and interact with people a lot. And they have secret bars within some of the mazes. I saw a friend That's post really cool. a secret bar from inside 
uh, the Queen Mary, and I was like, "Fuck, I need, yeah. I need, so I need like to be there." So you have to get, uh, you have to get a coin for that secret bar, mm-hmm. and then you have to find the bar okay. within it. So the coin has a symbol on it, and you have to look through that for that symbol when you're going through. Yeah. If I've learned anything but. from Comic Con, <laughs> you just need to ask the right people, and they'll just. Tell that's, you where to go. That's exactly what it is. Is you just yeah. you, like we? There's a whiskey bar there, so we just chatted with the bartender, and we actually got two coins from her because yeah. someone else left mm-hmm. their coin. Um, but it the the shitty thing was so the first one that we went through, we were the very first people to go through. We were chatting with one of the performers outside and asked him about the secret bar, and so he asked us a trivia question, gave us a coin, perfect, got in. Again, we were the first people in the bar. We hung out in there for a bit, and it was great. Finished the maze, great. As the night progressed, uh, they were at capacity, which is 11,000 people and way too many for that space. Jesus, fuck. Um, So even though we had their, like, second level fast pass, we still waited, like, 45 minutes for one maze and over an hour for the other maze. That does not sound fun. And both of those, we had coins for the bars in there, and both bars were at capacity when we got through. So we couldn't go. So they're not fucking secret. They're not, but they're also not large. Like, I feel like they give out yeah. too many coins for the yeah, space. Yeah, makes sense. Um, and I don't know. The first bar we went into, they told us we had 10 minutes in there. And then we had to get out because of that very reason. It was a busy night. I don't know if the other bars were doing that. Yeah, but you can't, like, tell someone how quick they have to drink their drink. That's, like, dangerous. Like, I mean, fucking chug this whiskey now. That's what I had to You're do. You're like, but... no, I'm not going <laughs> to do that. I, they didn't kick us out, but they were just like, yeah, try to get through it in 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I think if they lowered the capacity, it would be a much better event. So it's poorly planned. So, yeah. Copy that. I will miss, not uh, be going to Dark Harbor. I miss the WB Horror Made Here event so much. I've never heard of that one. That sounds oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. We can get into that another time. But it, yeah. they had it the last two years when we went last year, and it was great. Oh. Um, and they didn't do it this year. So I... um, Nothing really scares me, so I don't... Like, go to these things. I mostly enjoy it for the production value. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, that's fair. I don't super get scared by it either, especially having worked haunts now. Yeah. Um, yeah. But well, that's why, actually, I, that's why I try to fuck around with real ghost situations. Yeah. Even though they tell you, like, you're not supposed to. I'm like, yeah, but, like, I've, ne- like, all these fake ghost situations aren't going to scare me. Like, the only thing that's really going to spook me is if I fucking tell a ghost to go fuck itself and it slaps me in the face. Like, yeah. that would be dope. That's what I want for Halloween. Thick ass ghost <laughs> situations. Yeah, like not scary farm is fun, you know, because it's got roller coasters and shit. But like, yeah. that's the only reason because it's got roller coasters yeah. and shit. Six All Flags. of the other ones, I'm like, meh. Six yeah. Flags too. Yeah, but I, I like knots way more than Six Flags. Really, that's interesting. I do. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm an Orange County kid. That's true. So that makes sense. I grew up and I went to knots like all the time. Yeah. Um, plus, so much of. Six Flags is fucking DC based, and that shit can go hey, fuck dude, itself. To be fair, the Riddler's Revenge is my favorite. Riddler's ride. Revenge <laughs> is a great fucking ride. Batman yes. is my favorite. Batman's up there for me yep. as well. But like, damn, dude, by picking a side, you fucking—I think that was a mistake. By like branding yourself that's in one big, way, that's a big money maker for them. That's part of the reason why Six Flags is still alive. Yeah, because they have DC license. You know why not still alive? Because people like going. Yeah, Cedar Fair is a way better chain. Yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. Six Flags is alive because it has, you know, because it's jacking the money. Yeah, 
and all the other ones are alive because people enjoy being there. <laughs> what have you been up to, Joel? Speaking of which, man, the town is on fire with work right now. Yeah, I've been too yeah. fucking busy, dude. What was the what was your most recent job? Tell me. Uh, wh- which oh the boner pill one? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, over the last week, I shot a uh, a Levi's campaign with Jaden Smith and uh, yeah. hmm. Justin Bieber's wife, and then. I shot uh, a, a TV show called Iron on Iron, which is like uh, female athletes uh, from different sports kind of teaching each other uh, about their sport and how they got into it uh, cool. about being a woman okay. in the sport. So the one I shot was an MMA fighter and uh, a U.S. woman's national team soccer player, which was cool. And then, and then, yeah, and then I shot the boner pill thing, which was super funny. It was like um, the highlight of your career. No, but it was really, really funny. <laughs> like the actors they had on it. It wasn't like a typical Cialis or Viagra commercial. Mm. It was kind of like an Old Spice commercial, but oh, for like Cialis. That's funny. So they had like funny actors who were like doing all those these weird things where like he'd be talking about a prescription and a hand would come off frame and he would blindly sign it and they'd throw the pen behind him. That's and then the, really funny. It, it was so yeah, it was like so it was yeah. very Old Spice commercial taste, mm-hmm. uh, but for boner pills yeah it was um the way i described it uh to my lauren when i was um texting her on set that day i was like it's as if a bunch of bros were making boner pills like it wasn't just like oh this is for your erection because you're old it was like we're making this so your dick can fuck like that was like (laughs) kind of the point of the commercial and i was like yeah okay copy that yeah we're not gonna give we're not gonna beat around the bush so yeah to speak. it was literally not about like yeah it, it, it <laughs> sorry it, i couldn't i couldn't resist so bad no it was like made by bros for bros like the whole point was like does your it's like a manscaped commercial yeah no it's exactly yeah. what it was because they like at at one point they had like a lumberjack and 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 he was like how stiff is your wood and i'm like oh, this is so contrived um but yeah, People so apparently, apparently, a lot of bros can't fuck, so they're trying to help each other out. Uh, I watched the new Paul Rudd show, "Living with Yourself," with mm-hmm. myself, mm-hmm. myself, the Netflix masterpiece. Yeah, what? Well, hey, it's okay. good. Um, it's weird. It's yeah. v- it's it's a very weird show. Um, but I'm enjoying it. I only have one episode left, so I've seen uh, a large majority of the show. Um, I would recommend it. It's really funny. It's got Desmond Borges from You're the Worst mm-hmm. as a supporting character. I, know I have spoken about You're, You're the Worst very highly on the show so much. Um, so I don't think he fits the role that he's playing in this new show. So I can't say that I love his performance, but I will watch anything that he's in because I love him as an actor. Um, yeah. I, he plays like a cocky salesman. And just like everything I've ever seen from him has kind of been like uh, PTSD, like weak uh, uh, general supporting character, like yeah. like supposed to be like mm, I'm the sidekick. Yeah. Um, and here he's trying to play like yeah I sell things and fuck bitches, and I'm like I'm not buying it. That's weird. I'm not buying it at that's, all. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah, and then Paul Rudd is really, but yeah, you know, like seeing two Paul Rudds in one show is f- fucking awesome. Um, he plays one very, uh, overly nice, overly attentive, 
uh, kind of like perfect boyfriend, I mean, uh, husband, I guess, character. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is like um, lazy, procrastinator, kind of a shitty husband. Mm-hmm. And the whole show is kind of about like um, they both feel like they deserve the the life, mm-hmm. right? They both are like, well, this is my wife and my house. And the other one's like, no, this is my wife and my house. Yeah. And so it's all kind of about them figuring out who gets the wife in the house, which makes no sense because it should just be the original. But because the original is such kind of like a lazy piece of shit, there's like conflict in yeah. in becomes a, a moral quandary. Yeah, it becomes a moral quandary in the show with the with with the wife and whatnot. Um, which is really funny. There is uh, it's interesting the creation of new Paul Rudd is like you go to a day spa and the way it's uh, presented in the beginning is that they just make you better, mm-hmm. but then it's revealed that like they just make another of you that is better. And then, so when, when they he make sh- a replacement, yeah. yeah. And when he shows up for the first time, he sees Tom Brady coming out of the, the spa and he's like, Oh, have you been here before? And Tom Brady holds up all of his rings and he's like six times. And then he gets in a car and he drives away. And I was like, Oh my gosh. All right. They're kind of making fun of him saying that only a new better Tom Brady could win every time. So yeah. I appreciate this joke because yeah. fuck Tom Brady. Um, but it was but really Tom Brady's funny. in it. So. Yeah. Uh, but no, uh, I haven't seen the last episode yet, so I can't kind of speak to like how they wrap everything up. Yeah. Uh, but I will say that uh, I have a short attention span, kind of. So if I'm not into something, I just won't keep watching it. So mm-hmm. I got to the end, so it's it's good. But on the other hand, my only way to describe it is really fucking weird. Um, it might not be for everybody. The story's not linear. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's definitely. Uh, an out there story, mm-hmm. but I'm but I'm digging it. I feel like if the trailer doesn't grasp you, it's probably not your kind of show. Um, or you, if the trailer doesn't intrigue you, yeah. But the trailer not. also kind of doesn't do the show justice as well. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't well, I mean, really. To be fair, we didn't even know it was a show. We thought it was a movie. Right, I did think it oh, was really. A, yeah, I it was I a show. I, I didn't realize it was a show until yeah, yeah. Uh, I like sat, I saw it on Netflix and it said season one. Yeah, huh. I like got home after a, a really long day on set and I was like, you know what? I got like an hour and a half before I got to go to bed. I'll just sit down and watch that new Paul Rudd movie. And then I was oh, like, no. and I was like, oh, it's a season. Okay, copy that. Um, which still I could fit like four or five episodes into like an hour and a half. So yeah. like, I still watched. As much as I was intending to, I just didn't realize it was like a series as opposed to like uh, a show. Yeah. Um, but I think that's all I've been watching. I really want to watch The Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Um, the, we will watch The Watchmen. The first episode came out a few days ago on Sunday, so we're a little behind, but we'll get there. Um, yep. We'll have a review of it soon. I've I've only I've only heard great things about Regina King and yeah. about uh, the new portrayal of Rorschach. Mm-hmm. Um or you know, not him, but like the cult or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then you have Yaya Abdul Mateen, of course. In yeah, there as well. I've just heard it. so many great Slanted. fucking things that I'm very excited to see it. So uh, that'll be soon. Yeah. And the, there's just I have been watching a lot of things, but I'm going to be watching a lot of things. I'm going to watch that. I'm going to watch Jojo Rabbit with you guys Absolutely. probably tomorrow. Hopefully. Yeah. Indeed, um, yeah. I'm always watching the fucking Schmodown, but I won't. Mm. You know, 
I won't get too much into that. We'll talk I'll a little bit about that. We might have to do a, a me and you podcast, a bonus episode about just about Schmodan. spectacular yeah. because we can, yeah. I guess, officially announce that we're going to that. We show, are, yeah, so. yeah. But like, I feel like I feel like every time I talk about it, it's just me being a geek and like no one gives a fuck. So. Well, that's why it'd be a bonus. Episode. <laughs> yeah, but that. We but I've out, obviously right? been watching it, that as well, and then uh, this is the Zombieland episode, so well, I saw that. Obviously, you know, you know what? What else we've been watching, Joel? What's that? The fucking Star Wars trailer. Yeah, we yeah. did watch the Star Wars trailer. I guess we're going into the trailer on, section uh, of I the mean, show on repeat, basically. Oh, I, I've whew. we probably watched. I, I will say that I probably watched that trailer more than all of the other movies combined. <laughs> Like, in terms of watch time, that trailer surpassed all the other movies I've watched. I episodes. have asked everybody on set recently, oh, have you seen the Star Wars trailer? And if their answer is no, I'm like, all right, here, take Check a seat on this yeah. Apple box real quick with me, and we're going to watch it right now. <laughs> so, yeah, I've seen it a bunch of times, too. Um, and you know, I I was not a huge fan of The Last Jedi, um, not for stupid oh. incel reasons on the internet, not for anti-feminist reasons on the internet like a bunch of people. I just didn't really connect with the story of the Skywalker saga. I thought they handled Luke poorly. We're not going to get into that, but we know this about me, and I'm still very fucking excited for this movie. I think you could make t- ten terrible Star Wars movies in a row, and then the next time you're like, there's a new Star Wars movie, I'm going to be like, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. probably. I'm in. Uh, so yeah, uh, the trailer, oh God, it's so fucking good. You guys, I don't know where to start. Um, there's a lot of stuff in it. I will say that there's so much in it. Ray is, uh, fee- uh, presumably training, training, yeah. training, uh, with either force ghost Luke or maybe Leia. Cause Leia's alive still. Yeah. Um, She's training, and then you, you know, you, God, I don't know. There's so much shit you see. So you have the jump Finn cut, and the cool and jump cut of her, what looks like to be traversing the ruins of the Death Star. Yeah. Um, and then you go to like all the new players. We have uh, our first shot of Rose in there. Yeah. Which some people thought Disney was trying to hide the fact that she was in this movie. So it's nice that they actually were they really. Her. Well, I mean, oh yeah, they was, cut her out of a bunch of merchandise. It's been a oh yeah, it's been scrubbed issue. her from a lot of the all the new merchandise too, yeah. not even old stuff. So yeah, so we see her. We see uh, we see uh, uh, Poe and uh, and Finn doing story time with Lando sitting there amongst <laughs> all the um, yeah. Amongst I all now the want that to be like rebels. a show or a thing in the park story time with Lando. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a series of short films. It kind of looked like they were at <laughs> like, like a Forky bar. asks yeah. a question for for Disney Plus. They're doing that. Seriously, asks oh, really? a question. I would like to see story time with with Poe and Finn. That would be rad. Um, we get a lot of shots of ships. We see fucking a. Uh, I don't know. We didn't see. Lots of wings. ships. Saw B wings. We saw fucking Y wings. We saw fucking. Yeah. We do. There's that shot with all the ships in it where it's like, I I made a joke about this in the in my little breakdown trailer breakdown I did for mandatory. Um, and I was and I was basically just like, uh, it's almost like Abrams' direction was was uh was from from was Neo from the Matrix being like ships, we need. Lots of shit. <laughs> <laughs> ships that's, on ships on ships. Yeah, to be fair, good. Ghost is in there though. I know a lot of people pointed yeah, out. Yeah, we ghost, saw that from Rebels. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I wonder Tying if that means. I wonder if it's just an Easter egg for to show the ship, or if they're going to introduce Rebels characters into can oh. you know like into film canon they, they probably will i mean i feel like at this point it's basically like they're scrounging every little last resource they can find so it's like yeah. for me any ship that's out there that's part of the 
Yeah. Uh, the Rebel Alliance would like certainly be recruited in yeah, this instance. That would so. make sense. Yeah. I think a huge thing for me is the tease of that Kylo Ray lightsaber yeah. battle on oh my on the ocean. Dude, thing. dude, what are you talking it's... about? Raylo Raylo getting all wet and, <laughs> and moist Gross. together. Could they have telegraphed it any more than that? No. Right? Like they could not have. Just both of them, the both of them soaking okay. wet, slamming their sabers into each other. How like it doesn't get more sexual than that. And then eventually they they, they penetrate the throne room. Yeah, like there's it doesn't get more sexual than that fucking. Nope. Yeah. But also- sometimes I forget that I'm podcasting with boys, and then conversations <laughs> like that happen. I know, right? No, it's in all seriousness. <laughs> Wait, though. no, no, stop, <laughs> stop, <laughs> nope. I will not stand for that. Pump the brakes. I will not stand for that because the most sexualized interactions I have seen from this trailer are from fucking women on the internet being like, oh, Kylo Ren's not the only wet thing in this trailer. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. So it's not boys, okay? All right. Well, I haven't seen any of that. It's It's Star Wars fans. That's that's just just, just Raylo fanatics getting wet over each other. It's Star Wars fans. By the way, I'm not a Raylo. I'm not a Raylo person. That was just more of a joke. But in all seriousness, though, that shot, that wide shot of of, of those huge waves, oh, it looks it's amazing. so good, Ray, and just like the like three, a, like like hits. A, yeah, oh, absolutely. But so you good. have that shot where she's like a tiny little ant, yeah. and that shot is just so beautiful. And then, of course, all everything that happens, those two, um, them sort of coming to a head, is is, is awesome. Uh, yeah, shut the fuck up. Uh, I called it on my YouTube video. Go check that out. Um, that I think this is going to be a Mustafar. Absolutely. rivaling lightsaber battle. And if it's not, I will be extremely furious. Um, we haven't had many lightsaber battles in very recent years. <laughs> and I would really like, even the one they had in force awakens in like the snow mm-hmm. was v- very short. Yeah. It was different too. It was like, good, well, like yeah. three it's to five the, minutes. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe it wasn't, it wasn't very long. Very long. Yeah. Um, and just how epic this background is, you cannot have a setting of that, um, with Magnitude. that, with that kinetic energy yeah. and yeah. have it last for like two seconds. Yeah. So no, I'm, there's, it's going to build. It's, it's, yeah. it has to build as so well. I think just like Mustafar, I think this is going to be a, a, a 15 to 20 minute fucking lightsaber battle adventure. Absolutely. Between Kylo and yeah, Ray. Inter- and probably so intercut with the big space battle and space, yeah, yeah. space horses riding on Star Destroyers. It's so fucking stupid. I love it <laughs> yeah. so much, dude. No. How do it's they not so get sucked off Wars, into space? Dude, it's so Star Wars. I'm not. No, it's, it's fucking It's so dumb. Star Wars. Dude, those things are so big. Those ships are so big. They could easily have their own atmosphere. Okay. okay. They have shield generators, dude. So, okay, shield generators. Okay. I, you know? I, I concede to that point. Yeah. But why would you be like, hmm, what is the best tool to fight a Star Destroyer? With Death Star tech, is I mean, it is it is it a other spaceships or b horses? To be fair, in it's Return of the Jedi, all of the above. To no. be fair, in Return of the Jedi, which is one of your favorite m- movies, you have a bunch of Ewoks throwing sticks at stones at the fucking at the Walkers, and but that's how they th- essentially defeat like the enemy. That was a product of time and place. The Ewoks didn't have anything else. The well, the Empire Rebel Alliance came... has been put to, to take into their their, how to their they, whims. How did they get whims. onto the Star Destroyer? I don't know. They killed. They had spaceships. Maybe horses to, are the not, is the weakness to the Star I'm Destroyer. Sure, we I'm don't sure know. That this will be addressed, but I'm not here to answer those questions, Joel. I'm here to just say that 
it's a really cool image and something that we've never seen in Star Wars before and something that actually kind of makes uh, sense if you're if no! you're actually if you're actually trying to penetrate like a star destroyer like that could be a really interesting like way of trying to do it like I don't know I just think it's cool I don't know if it's going to make sense in the context of the movie but I think it's like a it's very much last Jedi esque when it's like okay that's something we haven't seen before and that's not good I mean okay but to just that's just your to touch real quickly on it is uh just to touch on the Return of the Jedi thing real quick, the Empire raided the moon of Endor, and the Ewoks were like, fuck, how do we defend ourselves? Yeah. That is different than attacking a fleet of Star Destroyers with horses. No, I'm just saying it has that same like nature versus technology vibe, though. You know what I mean? Like That same theme of like yeah. you know, uh, the Native Americans versus the invading British. And I'm not so against speak, that. You know? If it had yeah. been a shot of a bunch of war tauntauns. Yeah. That would have been dope as fuck. That would have been really cool, Instead, too. they're like weird, hairy horses. Yeah, they're like a new... They haven't really said what they're called yeah. yet, but they're like these new species, I guess. It's interesting. But regardless, um, you have another cool shot, speaking of Ray and Kylo, that I was curious about. I want to ask your guys' opinion mm. was that shot when in the white room. The, Do you think that... Throne. That's obviously the his... Throne. That's obviously like his crib, right? Like his space where he hangs out. I Yeah, Kylo's? his crib. Yeah, yeah, yeah The yeah, best yeah. like... No, 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 for sure, for sure. I think I think they're destroying the altar in which he was worshiping Darth Vader's Yeah, helmet. totally. So that's yeah. so do you think that takes place before the 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 battle we just saw earlier in the trailer? Do you think that's no, like a prior thing? I think thing? it takes place after. So you think maybe he has his throne Oh, so you don't think that's the climactic battle? The, no, the water fight no, scene. Uh-uh. No. Really? I think the climactic battle takes place with the emperor. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. But that could be like the tail end of the water battle. I mean, if they're on the Death Star and the Emperor's around, to me it seems they haven't so, gotten onto the Death Star at that point. True. Clearly, that's true. To be fair, and we do see that last shot of the Emperor is on the ice planet where the star just that's the shot of the Star Destroyer coming out of the ice with the lighting is so. Well, gorgeous, but there's also the, the shot of her standing. There's that shot of of the throne room. Like like the broken throne room and yeah. it's kind of at a slant and she's standing like above him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that clearly takes place after the lightsaber battle as well. Um it's like they yeah. they go from the fight on onto the Death Star at some point. Yeah. So exactly. the, so this this yeah. uh mm-hmm. shot you're referring to, I think takes place Before No, that. you know what? But if she like defeats him in battle and then takes him to the light side that could take place that saying. could take place it could, after it could be either or yeah. i think i personally that's i think fair. that's something that might happen earlier in the movie yeah and maybe that's part of the reason why kylo looks kind of pissed like when he's uh like, yeah. um approaching her in yeah. Water yeah, yeah yeah shot when know, he's really wet yeah yeah um if you do look very closely at that shot it's all over the internet so these are not spoilers ray is holding a sith dagger in one yes, hand, yes, yes, yes. She a, yep. swipes with her right hand at the at the altar with her lightsaber, and then as she comes across her body, she's holding the Sith dagger in her other hand. Um, so there's a lot to unpack there. So maybe maybe she's already met the Emperor. Maybe uh, her and Kylo have already gone on an adventure together. I have read a lot of insider spoilers for this movie that they are reporting on, thinking that these are true. Um, it came from a source that's guessed about 90% of The Last Jedi and was right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've read a lot about this movie. So I I am afraid to say anything else of what I know. But the Sith Dagger is uh, it's important. Yeah. Like it's not it's not weird. Yeah. Can, we, can, we, can we say that that it maybe ties into the last shot of the previous trailer? Which was what? 
which was Ray, Dark Ray. Dark Ray, yeah. Uh, no, I do still. That that was not a part of the report that I read. I still fully believe that's a vision. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's actually going to be a Dark Ray, or if totally. there is, it's a clone that she fights herself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that has anything to do with her with okay. her going no, back. I was just curious what you I thought. I just think her having the Sith dagger has implications towards um, finding or meeting the Emperor, mm. right? Yeah. Um, so. I think there's a lot of people out there who still still don't believe that the Emperor is going to be in this movie. They're like, oh, he's like a, you know, it's just like a voice from beyond. Um, no. I think a lot of what we've seen about, like, the shot from the last one with her being uh, with the red lightsaber, her mm-hmm. holding the Sith dagger, um, them simultaneously together destroying this Darth Vader altar, I think this all kind of leads towards the Emperor being real, right? Mm-hmm. Um, not something that was in the report, so it's not spoiling anything. I think the, I think maybe she gets this Sith dagger because maybe the only thing powerful enough to destroy a Sith is like Sith te- te- technology. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's not tech because it's a dagger, but yeah, yeah. Sith uh, artifacts, right? So yeah. maybe the only thing to destroy that could destroy the Emperor is something that the Emperor created. Maybe. Yeah. Um. Do you guys think that her and Kylo team up, uh, permanently? Like she brings him to the light side, or do you think it's a circumstantial thing where they realize maybe they have a similar goal in mind, and so they tolerate each other? I think it's more out of those two options. I think it's probably the latter than the former. But I will say, I don't think that they're going to team up at any point in this movie. I don't. I really don't. I mean, but maybe. there's maybe, but they're clearly teaming up to f- to smash this altar together. They're not like no, fighting each other. I think they're fighting each other. You think they're fighting each other and they both take a break to destroy this thing? No, I think it's no. It's through the process of the fight. There, it's like the like the the, um, okay. Looking for the casualty of the casualty of the fight. Basically, interesting. Because the thing is, choreography. The thing is, is if you look in the right corner of the frame, there's smash bits on the floor before that happens, which indicates to me that a fight is happening. Right. Yeah. It did kind of look like they were swinging at it together, though. Exactly. Not so that's, that it I was... think, and I think it's supposed to, I think it's meant to, that's a, not necessarily a misdirect, but it's like, um, hmm. I think that, uh, that is a little bit misleading in that yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I can see that. Yeah. I think, I think they're definitely fighting one another at that point. What do you hmm. think? That's my interpretation. I'd have to go back and pay closer attention to that shot. Fair, but no, but just not the shot in general. Like, just the, oh, do you think she's, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't really see Kylo coming to the, to the light side. Um, he might, he might neutralize it, but I don't think he'd yeah. fully Jedi or anything like that. Right. See, I, I don't, I agree with you, Lauren. I think that's probably my stance on it. But at the same time, like Star Wars is known for sort of like the stanza effect, as George calls right. it. Where it's like that's like that's what happened in to Anakin. Like he was right. it was a redemption. So yeah. like I could very well see the movie going in that direction. Although I don't know if that's necessarily for me like the most interesting Yeah. Like I think if that doesn't happen though, if the final battle is between uh uh Ray and the Emperor, I think Kylo has to be dead already by that point he's either he's either going to help her fight the emperor or he's mm-hmm. going to die before she exactly. gets there because mm-hmm. there's no way she's going to fight them both i didn't want to outright say it but yeah, i yeah. think that like no that yeah like, end up being she's not going to go into the throne room and then have to fight the both of them together so he either helps her defeat the emperor because yeah. it's two of them versus the most powerful sith in history 
that's not true, but one of the most powerful Siths yeah. in history, or he's already dead, so she has to face yeah. him alone. Yeah. I, he, and I full heartedly, I would probably put money on that. I don't think, yeah, if. If, if he doesn't team up with her to fight the emperor, he's dead by the time she meets him. Yeah. Or they team up to fight the emperor together and dies in the process. Right. But then that would mean that they teamed that up. They team up. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. No, there's just a lot of beautiful imagery. There's um, a lot of stuff in this, in this trailer. The, the interesting part is it doesn't even, it's still, we don't know anything about the story really. No, yeah. like God, that's what's no. good, but also like, slightly frustrating because it's like, obviously we want to know as little going in as possible. But at the same time, it kind of feels like they're trying to hide the story a little bit. Yeah. And I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I think it's on purpose. Yeah. Oh, it's obviously I mean, it's, on purpose, but whether like... the end it, of an era, so... Well, I don't want... Don't I'm wanna. curious what I'm saying is I'm curious if it's whether it's indicative of like the quality of the movie. You know what I mean? I don't think Copy so. Copy that. I see you know what, what I'm saying. saying? Yeah. And you know, I I've always so. been... Yeah, but I've always been scared from the beginning with Carrie Fisher already being dead. Like, how are they going to she's top build in the movie. She's apparently has a lot of scenes in the movie. So that's crazy. I don't know how they're going to make it good with uh, the fact that she's dead. Um, yeah. Just as long as it's um, not, doesn't it? They don't do the rogue one effect again. I know. But, and like without uh, what I've read is, is that she's in, she's, she's in the movie. It's not that she's like a cameo here or there. No, yeah. she's, it's a that she's in the movie. She's and it's crucial. like, how can she be in the movie if she's dead? Uh, well, I so, think it's. I think to be but honest, so I'm worried. Like you said, like I'm worried that maybe they're not showing a lot because like it's not good, or they're still figuring it out for yeah, whatever reason. Yeah, maybe they're still trying I to mean, make it work. There was reshoots recently, so for yeah. all I know, like I don't want to. I'm hoping for the best, but I'm also like, okay, that's hoping, a little yeah. like conspicuous. Yeah, I, yeah, no. To be one, fair, we'll 100%. probably still get like an international trailer, even though this is technically the final trailer. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. I, I look, I want, I want all of it. Yeah, give me more. You want? Could one say perhaps that you want memories? Yes, absolutely. Like the Bloodshot trailer. Yeah, yeah. Well, hang on. We'll 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 get there. I'm not done talking about fucking storeworms yet. Sorry, Um, storeworms. I I want so much from this movie that if the movie's two hours long, I want to know about an hour and fifty nine minutes of the movie. You know what I mean? Like, I want everything I can get before I go in and see it. So, like, uh, give me more trailers. Show me more. I don't wanna, Make me like these I, I space gonna... horses. Make <laughs> Come on. Convince me. Make me, me care for these space <laughs> horses. Yeah. Space tauntauns. Uh, I really enjoyed uh, The Force Will Be With You Always. Mm, that is dual. Oh, my God. Yeah, Luke saying The Force Will Be With You Always. Fucking pregnant pause. Carrie Fisher saying always. And you're just like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah that and the 3po moment like oh i i just at my friends yeah like, oh god i of course i'm excited for this movie but it didn't quite hit me until that c3 3po moment yeah. that mm-hmm. this is the last one and i yeah. was like oh fuck no what i <laughs> one one major thing that i have read about is what happens with c3po so i can't i'm not going to give my input on that but I he they he's he's an important character. Oh yeah, which he's is like go ber- berserker mode. I'm not gonna comment. Um, yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. Not a yes or a no. I just like the fact that he's always been such an ancillary character, but like, well, like he's also like been he's a beloved also been character. A, he's also been a pacifist though too, yeah, which makes but yeah. like a beloved character. Yeah. And like like you said, you cried like in that moment because it's him. 
Um, I mean, it's him, but also just like the it's, sentiment it's, it's, of like, oh, right. right, this is the last of this Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's symbolic of like, yeah, yeah, the movie. He plays an important part in the movie. I'll say that. Yeah. Which, which is, is cool. Which is great because he's, aside from R2-D2, he's the only one who's been in every single one of them. Which makes sense. So mm-hmm. it makes sense makes it why he would be I mean, he's important. our introduction yeah. to the characters in the first yeah, movie. It's true. Oh, I mean, oh God, let's just talk about Star Wars for another four hours. All right, let's do it. How's that sound? Yeah. Um, I'm no, I'm uh, like I said, you could put out ten shitty Star Wars movies in a row, and I would still be excited for the next one. So, yeah. uh, my bad taste from Last Jedi does not does not taint my love or excitement for this movie. Yeah, it's whatsoever. Kind of, it's kind of funny how like everybody was like, "Oh, fucking Star Wars is on the decline," and then this trailer comes out, and everybody's like. Fucking Star Wars rocks! Yeah. Yeah. Like the, it, it's just funny. It's doing a good job, at least the marketing campaign of of, of selling the fan base on this movie, though. Yeah, oh, so I'm, and that's I'm, one I'm so of the stuck. more important things. So. I feel like I'm a more practical hater of the Last Jedi than a lot of trolls on the internet. No, like, yeah, because I didn't enjoy the movie. That isn't no, that but, Star Wars but, is over. Yeah. But you also respect, like I think you respect certain things the movie does. There's just certain things you don't agree with. Yeah. And again, yeah, I think you're one of the rare instances. I mean, not rare, but. Compared to all the bullshit we hear yeah. online, one of the yeah. rare instances, at least for me, where it's like, you're, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm still pumped as fuck for this movie. It's almost like the thing you said where it's like, Ryan Johnson's like good at making Ryan Johnson. Like, oh, that's yeah. the perfect yeah. way of like I'll putting that, by that for the rest your, of my life. your thoughts, of, you know, yeah, yeah. summing up your thoughts on it. So. That was just a Ryan Johnson movie. It wasn't a Star Wars film. Yeah. Um, and I think that if, uh, the Force Awakens is indicative of anything that J.J. Abrams could do w- within the Star Wars universe. I think this movie will be good. Uh, I know, I I know there are people who didn't like the Force Awakens because it was a rehashing of fucking uh, A New Hope, and it's like, yeah, but it was a different setting with different characters, well, and it was that's still what good. It needed to yeah. be. That's what it needed to be. Right, but if you give me a rehashing of Return of the Jedi with new characters and a new setting, I'm gonna love it. I mean, to be fair, that's my favorite Star Wars movie of all to time. To be fair, there are a lot of similarities too between the Last Jedi and the Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, and the way that it subverts expectations and brings new stuff into the canon. You know, a lot of that. There's a lot of similarity, like not on a plot level, but like yeah. more in a general sense. So, yeah, I mean, I get that. I mean, and with the remnants of Death Star two in Rise of Skywalker, this very well could just be Return of the Jedi for the new age, and I am so yeah. down for that. I mean, that's kind of what it feels like it's i yeah. have i have i have death star 2 permanently tattooed on my fucking forearm yep so and then you'll just have to give me a more kylo and a little ray in there <laughs> some waves around it <laughs> that'd be fucking sick wouldn't it yeah. <laughs> all right we talked about this for a long time yeah. taylor what's the next trailer we watched today bloodshot bloodshot vin diesel baby mm-hmm. it's like such a weird movie but yeah. i'm kind of down for it's it it's an interesting trailer right i yeah. was going into it being like oh this is gonna be a disaster yeah and then you watch it and you're like oh this is you know what's funny i didn't say this to you guys but what it reminds me of is it's like it kind of reminds me of a new age comic book interpretation of memento yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. which is ironic because guy pierce is in both of those movies yeah. so it's like good on them for getting guy pierce um, you know, the movie may not be very good. It's coming out in January, I think. So it might be a dumb yeah, the, movie. The the perfect the but it, perfect season for movies. Actually, Vin Diesel like does really well in January. So we like triple X. I don't know how that's possible. I, I mean, I, I, neither do because I. He's not <laughs> competing with other blockbusters. Exactly, and and Vin Diesel is his own. Except brand. Bad Boys comes out this year. That's or true. Not this I, year. This, Bad Boys comes out. Yeah, that's in January. About mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And so I'm not super familiar with this comic. Um, I've seen obviously images of the character. I know like a little I bit think about it's a the story. Valiant comic. Yes, and I think. 
Valiant's not a very large comic book company. No. I think I think, and I could be wrong, but I would bet that I'm not. Valiant is their largest. I'm sorry, Bloodshot is Valiant's their largest, largest property. property. Yes. Yeah. Um, I haven't read any of it, but I am very aware of Valiant within the comic scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I so think the... I think I think Bloodshot is kind of their. Yeah, it is. Call to it's, fame. And I'm actually surprised it hasn't happened sooner because yeah, that's well, like kind of all they have. I think they've been trying to make it for a while. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, and this movie, I mean, this this movie shot like, I'm going to say like over a year, maybe two years ago. So wow. it's, been a, it's been a minute and there hasn't been a lot and this trailer's finally coming out. So I would kind of, like I said, my expectations were real low, but um, I think it's, like you said, I think Vin Diesel is really the only type of guy that could really sell this I did, yeah, type I, of movie. At, at the end of the trailer, I kind of was like, yo, like that movie doesn't look very awesome, but it does because Vin Diesel's in it. Like if you put any other actor in that role and you showed me that same trailer, I might be like, meh, but I saw it. And because Vin Diesel's in it, I was like, yeah, I'm going to watch that. Yeah. Like I think he is the only person who could make this movie work. And the trailer, honestly, kind of surprised. Like I don't think you, um, I don't think you ever expect to be surprised by a trailer. You're mm-hmm. looking for a trailer to give you information on a movie, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm sitting there, and he, like, goes on this revenge quest. Yeah, and you're like, oh, I know exactly, like, Guy Pierce is going to be fucking the yeah. guy. Like, he goes on this, yeah. like, You've revenge seen quest. story a million times. Yeah, you see that story yeah. all the time where the dude who wakes up from amnesia or whatever goes on, like, a mission to, rev- like, avenge the killing of his family. But yeah. then in this trailer, after he does that, yeah. they put him back to sleep again, and then they change who killed his wife yep. so he's killing people that they want him to kill and I'm like oh yeah. fuck yeah. like it actually surprised me within the trailer so I would honestly watch this movie just because of that moment I'm like yeah. oh yeah. fuck that's not what I was expecting totally. so this is cool imagine going into this movie cold and not having seen the trailer that must yeah. be like yeah. really interesting but yeah no I think I think this movie uh, this trailer does a really good job on, on selling the premise yeah oh yeah. 100% that and also like the visuals of it just with yeah. his like modified blood and stuff and yeah. how mm-hmm. he takes damage and repairs damage mm-hmm. and stuff just like the the shot of like half of his face coming off mm-hmm. and then like like f- coming back together like yeah it's like going in reverse going in yeah mode. um but it looks really cool yeah i uh i if you had just told me what the movie was i would be like yeah you know i'm not excited for it but after seeing the trailer i'm going to watch this I mean movie. to be fair I did send you guys this trailer and neither of you watched it no. because you're like it's fucking video. why am I going to watch this and yeah. then I was like did you see the trailer and you're like no and I'm like you should watch it <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to lie that sometimes when you send me things I'm like no yeah I'm good totally <laughs> I just I I send stuff just to send it no I know I know um, yeah, honestly yeah, yeah. half the time it just comes when I'm at work and I can't watch it I know so. <laughs> no totally yeah I know. She's I much I nicer that. than I am. No, hey. Sometimes I'm just like I don't care. Like inside, little inside baseball for our listeners. I basically send them articles, and that's how we compile what we're going to talk about on the next pod. Or like, yeah, that's yeah. how I compile. Yo, what have we're you talk updated? About this is super nerdy. Have you updated to the new iOS yet? Yes, on if the you, phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you click on the info uh, for a chat, so you know when you can like pull up like where mm. you, like the pictures you are yeah. that have yeah. sent, they now compile links you sent. Oh, to people. that's cool. Yeah, it's super uh, fucking cool. Yet. So yeah. you can pull it up. <laughs> so you can pull it up, hit the info button, and then it'll show you uh, photos. But then within photos, it's it's it subcategorizes it between if it's a picture that they took or a screenshot that they took. Yeah. So you can so like totally. you can find pictures quicker. And then there's a whole other category okay. of links that you've sent within the chat. That's cool. It's super fucking cool. Nice. Um, That's very helpful. I don't think I've nerded about anything Apple in a while because it's all kind of just like reiteration of the same shit. 
this i mean for a new ios that is huge for me like i have used it multiple times in the past three days and hmm. i am That's a huge cool. fan i have to update now yeah, no, you should. I mean, and like, <laughs> I never update. I just like sometimes my Wi-Fi is accidentally on when I go to bed, and then yeah, and it just does, and it. it just fucking updates automatically. And the dark mode is super cool. So yeah, the dark mode's pretty the inner good. goth kid in me is just like fuck yeah, make everything black. <laughs> it's cool. Make everything black. Make it dark. Like, black metal. <laughs> it's made of metal. Um. Yeah. So that's the Bloodshot trailer. Damn, yeah. we have not talked about news yet. No, we haven't. Taylor, we are an hour into this podcast. Should we pause? No, just pick one. What's the most important news piece? The most important news piece? Um, I mean, I'll go with two. I'll go with two. One's a little bit One's a little bit more in-depth. Well, I guess they're both in-depth. But uh, You know what? Before we get into that, we're going to pause. All right. So, look, we took a little break to, dis- <laughs> to, to discuss what the fuck we're going to talk about. Because we're professionals and we planned it ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Taylor, news. Uh, we got a few things, uh, a few a few key things. Um, w- what do you think I should start with on the on the Marvel front or the DC front, Joel? <laughs> Fucking good news or bad news? Uh, let's start with the good stuff, so then we can do the bad stuff, and then go into the main topic, which is the good stuff. So we'll go good, bad, good. Start with Marvel. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, no, <laughs> I was sorry. Like, I don't I'm think just, the DC I'm, is bad I'm, stuff, except I'm that you don't like visualizing the... I mean, no, that's okay, exactly yeah, yeah. why it's bad. So, I guess the... Uh, the <laughs> I guess the, uh, the first good thing is that Kevin Feige has been named CCO of Marvel Entertainment. Chief not, Creative Officer. Yes. Not just Marvel Studios, but Marvel Entertainment as a, as a whole. whole. That's everything. Yeah. Absolutely everything. Comics, well, TV, movies. Just about. Yeah, just about. The only thing I don't think he's in charge of, at least for right now, is is Marvel Games, which is still under the right. grasp of Ike Perlmutter, under which under the fine. dying grasp of Ike Perlmutter. <laughs> because he's gonna die soon, or uh, other? I mean, he's also just like losing his company, which is for the better. But still, he's you know, it was a joke about being old. Well, no, I of course, but in a more <laughs> in a more literal sense. Yeah, no, this is huge news. Uh, not so much to talk about because he hasn't done anything with the title yet, but um, it makes perfect sense to me to take the dude that made you the MCU and just give him everything. Give yeah. that dude whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, absolutely. Give him the world. He gave you the world. Give him the world. <laughs> give him the world. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it, you know, it's pretty obvious that that they're trying to take the entirety of marvel in the direction of the mcu at least in terms mm-hmm. of philosophy connecting everything and and sort of having one through line probably yeah, i love that i, I mean, mean marvel has been rebooting itself every couple of years recently so um like soft reboots you know like yeah. house of x powers of x that kind of stuff has been happening so hopefully hopefully under uh, feige's stewardship that you know we'll have a little bit less of that and a little bit more of a, of, of a straightforward continuity from here on out yeah um, I think part of the reason why comics are so tough to get into does these that days dude have is, a family? Yeah, because <laughs> if he does, he's about to he just, not. The thing is, is he just has a, an army of generals that yeah. that he trusts and lieutenants that help him take care of all this stuff. And I think I just can't imagine doing what he does and like well, my wife loving me. <laughs> I mean, you, he does a lot of stuff, but you know, I'm sure he still has time, family time, but. But regardless of that, I think it's it, even in terms of doing it the way the MCU is doing it, not regardless of the interconnectedness and all the yeah. stuff they do with their stories, 
running the entirety of Marvel the way Feige does, where it's like this core creative leadership and you have select lieutenants that you trust to take care of things that need to get taken care of. Yeah, yeah. Just so kind of an overseeing mm-hmm. element to it yeah, to make sure yeah. everything's cohesive. Absolutely. I think it's a good thing. I I mean, I don't know how anyone could think it was a bad thing. Yeah. For sure. Totally. No, I posted the link on my Facebook page and said, all hail the king. <laughs> so, right. I think it's a great fucking the, idea. I think the biggest change we might actually see in the immediate future in terms of Marvel Studios is that he'll probably be not necessarily less hands-on, but Feige is known for being on set a lot of the time during those productions. And with everything else going on, I feel like he's going to start be. trusting yeah. his people. Maybe make it an appearance here and there, you know, maybe show up for a couple of days yeah. or whatever for a key sequence, whatever you need. But, um, but for the most part, I think he'll, you know, uh, probably be doing a less hands-on stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I'll be interested to see what it means for the comic side of things because I know I personally haven't been keeping up um, a lot with Marvel in that aspect. But yeah. I know some people have had concerns about the route they were going once the MCU started taking off and how they're kind of going yeah. back and trying to tie the films into the books and stuff. Um, yeah, they've. Definitely so. heavily modeled characters after actors yeah. um, since the MCU's begun. Yeah. And just over the past, and I've been vocal about this, over the past fucking, I don't know, 10 years, Marvel Comics has just been one big tie-in event after the other. Exactly. And that's kind of what I was getting at, you know, with the sort of soft reboots and, you yeah. know, all that kind of stuff. It's just been very confusing. You know, to keep up with everything. I love Kevin Feige, but maybe adding him into the comic side isn't going to solve that problem because the the MCU is one giant fucking tie-in. No, I think it will, though, because the way he tells stories is different than the way they're telling stories currently. Yeah, but it's still time. Like, I still don't want to buy fucking five books to know what's going on. You know what I mean? Like, I want to read my titles. See, the thing is, is, yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, now that House and Powers of X are over, there's... There's X-Men, there's the Marauders, there's the uh, fucking uh, Excalibur, there's fucking New Mutants, there's fucking, like, now that Hawkspox is over, they're still fucking, they've, like, launched, like, fucking seven titles, and I'm like, God, we're just back to where we fucking were. Yeah, so, yeah I don't that's know. true. We'll Maybe see. we'll streamline it a bit. Yeah, hopefully. I don't know. Again, we I... spend way too long talking about all kinds of different shit. We don't know anything else about this except that he is uh, the Marvel god. And that he will do no wrong. The Marvel God known as Kevin Feige. Yes, exactly. This What's next on the news so agenda? So the next, uh, jumping to the, jumping to the uh, TV, or sorry, excuse me, the DC stuff. Um, we, we learned this week from a scoop from The Hollywood Reporter that, uh, that it, Jared Leto was not very happy about the Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix Joker movie. According to the title of the article, which I've pulled up, You've got to stop this. Jared Leto fumed over new Joker movie. What do you expect when you send people used condoms? And dead pigs. Yeah, no one fucking it's likes funny, you. It's funny. They, they said, uh, they were like, oh, Leto felt uh, alienated uh, after, after by, alienated by, by Warner Brothers after the movie. And I was like, hmm, that's kind of funny considering <laughs> he did that exact same thing to his castmates during production. Yeah, well, and the thing is, like, that still kind of boggles me about the whole thing is that he wasn't a big part of that film. No. So all of his antics, all of his crap. So to be fair, he actually <laughs> had a much bigger part in that film, and they ended up cutting a lot of his scenes because 
the article because he was a dick? the article basically says Warner's essentially wasn't happy with his performance, but I think they were also a little scared of it based on like what he was the weird shit he was doing on gotcha. set, you know. No, I mean that so that was sense. part of it. And well, um, it, in the article too, it says he was also trying to create a larger part for himself. Yes, this is true. This is true, especially after the so. movie came out and he was pushing for his his solo yeah. Joker movie, um, which of course still hasn't happened. And Do you guys think fine. that he thinks he did a good job? I think yes. he absolutely thinks he did a good job. That's so sad. I don't think he thinks he can ever go wrong. Um, do we have any information outside of Suicide Squad that Jared Leto is a piece of shit? Or was it just this? I mean, this Jared Leto has always kind of been a smug Okay, I mean, asshole. he just formed a cult. So. Yeah. Oh, he did? <laughs> yeah. Oh, then fuck this. And they're hashtagging girls. not a cult, but like... Yeah, he's fucking almost cult. 50 years old. They're hashtagging has, not a cult? That means it's, it's a an, cult. Apparently it's an inside joke. I read this whole article. If you hashtag it, not like, anything, it's ugh. clearly that thing. Wow. Regardless if it's a cult or not, it's right. weird and gross and he's awful. Yeah. And also, uh, the movie that he won his Oscar for was a bit controversial within the LGBTQ uh, community yeah, as well. Yeah, 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 I know. So... Yeah, so here in the here in the article it says it turns out the studio wasn't thrilled with these efforts, meaning the efforts of sending dead pigs and used condoms to his castmates. Oh yeah, uh, a source with the knowledge says, and then someone also quotes here in his defense, it was never really his movie, but his att- his attempt to quote unquote invent a place for himself, uh, yeah. and, it, and it backfired, and that's kind of what yeah. you're talking about. So yeah, it's kind of interesting. It, apparently, this got so heated with his uh, his. Um, his representation, which is a CAA, yep. for those who are familiar with the movie biz, uh, that he actually left CAA over. They say it isn't over this, but it's the the the, the timing. And basically, he had burned through four teams of representatives at the agency trying to to basically bow to his demands as an actor. The cafe so, at CAA is so good. Why would he do that? So <laughs> I think I think part of it is the Oscar win that went to his head. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he you know, he was he I was wanted, just on that I wanted level. I wanted to defend him because in my head I was like, oh, he hasn't really been a piece of shit before this. Uh but he just kind of sounds mean, like a piece are, of these shit. Again, sir, these are these are these are uh, this is all hearsay, no. you know what I mean. At the end of the day, right? But usually, these kind of reports, like, are oh yeah, the, no. Hollywood is a trusted, Hollywood yeah, is a trusted ab- yeah. Ab- absolutely. So, um, you know, it's not like TMZ breaking weird news about Jeremy Renner or anything like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's, that's a whole, a, yeah, that's, that's a whole another can piece. of worms. But we do have um, more DC news, don't we? But we do, yeah. So, so beyond that, basically, the, the you know the, what? Fuck it. We can have a long episode. I'm hold on. In in, in, in a nutshell, I'm, I'm making a fucking executive decision here. We're gonna talk about. The Jeremy Renner stuff. Oh, God, I don't really know enough about it, but we can. But I was going to say, basically, the uh, essentially, in a nutshell, what this means is that Jared Leto is pretty much done playing Joker. Like, oh, after yeah. after Joaquin, there's really, basically, the article sums up, uh, it says, after Joaquin, there's really, how can you follow that up? Especially did with what he guys, was doing and the way yeah. Joaquin has been uh, received. But did you guys actually think he wasn't done after Suicide Squad? I think no. they might have tried to force him in there somewhere. Just I thought because it was he's fucking Jared over Leto. from the beginning. No, but there was no. hope. You know, there's hope. Know. But now we have the Morbius movie to look forward to. So there's that. Great. He's going to start sending people like actual dead humans now. Yeah, he's going to He's going to actually drink human blood. He's going to be Go fucking to Ozzie's weird. house. Yeah, he's going to hang out with Ozzy Osbourne, yeah. Um, um, so the Jeremy Renner news. I only I I only want to talk about the Jeremy Renner news because have you guys heard or been keeping up with anything about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard stuff? Yeah. So yeah, to a certain extent, Amber Heard had accused Johnny Depp of all this stuff, right? His camp kind of kept quiet. 
they didn't really say anything and everyone was like, Oh, he's guilty. That's why he's not saying anything. Blah, blah, blah. Um, cancel culture immediately was like, why is he still in fantastic beast? Why is he still in pirates movies? Blah, blah, blah. And then I guess when he finally responded, he provided hundreds of hours of video evidence to judges that Amber was actually beating the shit out of him and that she like stabbed him at one point and was actually abusing him. And so he was cleared of all charges. Mm -hmm. And so this, Oh, um, has he officially been cleared? I mean, it didn't. Uh, yes and no. Okay. Like the fact that he provided all that evidence to shows me means that yeah. shows a lot. It At has, least cleared in the public eye. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They haven't. I don't think it'll ever go to court just because you know, uh, a lot. A lot of times, I think these things are fucking settled out of court. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Look at all this evidence I have. And then she's like, never mind. And then it yeah. gets fucking dropped. But it just showed um, that they were keeping quiet because they were compiling evidence, compiling evidence, yeah, evidence yeah. and didn't want to probably put their foot in their mouth on exactly. accident or yeah, show yeah. their hand or whatever. Right. Uh, and I think a lot of what I've seen from this Jeremy Renner stuff is only text messages from his wife yeah. or his yeah, his, and it's also his TMZ ex-wife. who freaking reported yeah. it. So it's um, like everything not the that most prestigious everything I've read. If you showed that to a judge, the judge would be like, "We don't have anything. Why are you here?" Yeah. Um, is the dude mentally ill? Uh, has he done a shit ton of coke? Probably yes. Probably. To, probably yes to both of those things. Did the coke make him mentally ill? Perhaps. I. <laughs> it's. I've had. Yep. Never mind. <laughs> it does not help your mental illness um but i there's not enough here i think to uh call for the cancellation to like make a definitive claim yeah to like cancel this cancel that Mm -hmm. um i don't think it's canceling it's more so replacing but still right like okay the point remains yeah it's and 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 i only talk about the johnny depp stuff because like um amber heard didn't have any proof. She just said these things. Yeah. And then Johnny Depp was like, well, well she, she did, had did, some there was a video. There was like a video. video but it was all a, fabricated. Exactly. There was a so. few things, but not like right. what he brought to the table. Yeah. Right, right. So like all Jeremy's ex-wife has are like text messages of him being like mean to her. Yeah. But like if you antagonize someone for 12 hours, and this is hypothetical, you know, so like you antagonize someone for 12 hours. They finally like say mean things to you over text messages, and then those are the only screenshots you send to people. Like, yeah, of course you're gonna look bad. You know what I mean? Like, you know, she didn't send a transcript of everything they ever talked about. She sent uh, cherry picked screenshots, and it's like, yeah, yeah, I could make anybody I want look bad yeah. if I choose what I'm sending to people. Yeah. Um. So I mean, we don't know what's going to happen yet, so it's not definitive to make a decision upon this. But I don't think that Disney should cancel such a um, uh, anticipated series based on uh, such little evidence. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely one of those things that they should be looking into. Yo, yeah, Disney, absolutely. But like yeah. to to pull a James Gunn and just say, all right, and fire right, you know, like yeah, hopefully little, they've I've, learned their lesson. Hopefully, I was gonna say, I feel uh, like it's a it's a good sign. Yeah, that they assuming yeah. that this is his wife fabricating things like Amber Heard did or blowing things out of proportion that Disney hasn't just been like, okay, bye, already. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they so just hopefully learned their lesson over. There's two sides to every story. Look, they came back and they rehired James Gunn, so they have to, you know, they like crawled back and we're like oh no, we, we fucked, fucked up. up yeah so like, i mean granted it is a different situation than 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. But things, just but that knee-jerk reaction yeah, that they had, exactly. they yeah. learned from that, hopefully. Just cancel culture, um, really. And quickly on Hawkeye, it's going to cost $200 million to make this show. Yeah, that's what that's what they're that's what they're saying basically. I mean, we've mentioned before that these these new uh, Mar- Marvel Disney Plus shows are set to basically mirror the budgets of their of of the movies of they're, non-Avengers uh, Marvel movies. Exactly. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Which is about you know 180 yeah. to 200 million a piece. Yeah. So that's about right. It's about about um, con- 25 million in in episodes. Con- yeah, considering that most. Yeah. Wow. Considering that most of these are going to be between six and ten episodes, that you know, yeah. if you're at eight episodes, it's two twenty five million. So that's insane. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense considering they're trying to make it all streamlined in terms of like yeah. the look. Like you don't, oh, I mean, it's yeah. you know, like the the Netflix, the the Marvel Netflix shows were always solid, but they never had the same like sheen. Yeah, that the, the cinematic MCU has feel. exactly. Yeah. yeah, so they're just giving a cinematic feel on TV, really, which is I'm for all down for. Um, for comparison, some of the largest Game of Thrones episodes yeah. were fifteen million, and those are massive battle scenes. But 15, you have to remember this that is twenty-five MCU, million the MCU episode. is also more like VFX driven too. So that's, like that's yeah, a big part of yeah. it. That is true. Just no, but so is Game characters. of Thrones when you're adding all those people into a battle scene that oh, are yeah. there. But when you're, but, 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 Dragons. But, but when your main character is is Falcon, who has like these mechanisms, yeah, like they, there's nat- like Bucky, you know, with a metal, like there's naturally yeah, inherent. Yeah, yeah. Visual effects that like how much of this do you think is um, paying the actors? I, I not that much, especially you don't think because so? there's no marquee names. Like if you no, had a Robert read... Downey Jr. or someone like that, maybe. But like the M- Marvel is notorious for like lowballing their actors, right? Hmm. But I read that instead of because they notoriously not 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 got fucked, but they notoriously fucked up by giving RDJ back points. Yeah, and he made God oh. fucking knows how much well, they money. Didn't fuck mm-hmm. up. I mean, they did that to to make sure he would stay with them. But right. Yeah. Well, but they lost out a lot of money. Yeah. I'm doing mean, so. What I've read that's is relative that when you make a billion dollars, what I've read is that they're giving all their actors for these MCU shows more money, so they don't have to pay them anything yeah, paying, in the future. Up front, so oh. they don't have to do the back end thing. That makes yeah. sense. That could probably part. That's probably part of it. So for two hundred million for ten episodes, how much do you think Jeremy Renner gets for Hawkeye? Probably two to five mil max. You think so? Per episode, yeah. Per, no, I would say for the whole season. Oh, for the whole season. Per episode, you're probably looking at like two hundred fifty k per episode or something. Yeah, maybe five hundred k. Yeah, I mean, he's not getting. Really he's not like, getting like in demand. I don't know. Two hundred I mean, million. Dude, you for have to the remember. Season. You have to remember, dude. Freaking Mickey Rourke. Nah, he's getting more. Mickey than that. Rourke was made two hundred thousand. Not. Not even $250,000 for the main leading villain role in Iron Man 2. That's the, yeah, but Mickey this Rourke's is a, a new age. But, but also this totally. is... Totally. It's, it's an example of how they lowball people. This is a series, not one, one totally, movie. But, and yeah, with, I, mean, I feel like with presidents like Friends getting a million dollars each per episode and Big Bang Theory... But those I shows are also those shows are also proven. Like these shows, right? But these are proven. proven. They're proven properties, properties, but like we don't know how these actors. And we stuff, don't know so. how these Disney shows are going to fare, and it's a streaming service, not broadcast. When you have broadcast, there's a much wider audience than streaming. Yeah, just because not yeah. everybody can sit. Not I everybody still think can it would be. Afford. I still think they'll get higher than an uh, uh, other shows. Oh, would, totally, out. totally, totally. And I, that's not to say they won't get paid like what they're worth, but I just like, it's, I think there's something to be said. Like, I don't think Anthony Mackie or Sebastian Stan are making $10 million for this per season on, on Falcon. No, Winter no, Soldier, you not know? them, but Jeremy Renner is a 
I would say a bigger movie star than nominated actor. But beyond 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 Hawkeye, like he hasn't really done anything as a leading performer. Ten years since since Uh, anything the audiences have like really shown up for. What's that? Mission Impossible. Yeah, but he wasn't the leading performer, and they ended up badass in it. No, he was, but he also like Tom Cruise was the box office draw there, not Jeremy Renner. No, no, right, right, right. Um, so I would say, and even, even the Herlocker wasn't a big, it was a big box office success, but it's not like, oh my God, Jeremy Renner's in this movie. It's not like yeah. the Will Smith effect or something like that. So right. I think yeah. there's something to be said. He's on that trajectory, but I don't know if he's quite there yet. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm just interested in the budget. Yeah. I it's, think it's really cool that they're going to make these like. Maybe. It's going to be interesting yeah. to see how they how they use that budget too. You know, like whether they use it like to have big battle scenes or most like it's going to be very fascinating to see how they end up sparsing all those. Um, yeah. yeah, you know, I all think those monetary assets out during our Hall Age recap uh, pod, podcast. I uh, I think the well, what I'm most excited about for Phase Four is TV and movies affecting each other. As yeah. opposed to yeah. them just existing outside of different realms, like Wandavision and in, in the multiverse yeah, it's just of it's just gonna be super cool that the things that happen on your TV screen at home are gonna be uh, affecting what you're gonna go see next month uh, on IMAX. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, so I yeah, I think the only way that they could make that matter is to put $200 million into the season. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like It has to be the same quality. Yeah, they can't yeah. half-ass it and then be like, oh, care about this, and then go see Doctor Strange. You're like, no, you have to fucking... people to subscribe to Disney Plus and go see the movie in theaters, yeah. too, like your double... So, yeah, I mean, that that totally, that makes it worth it. But, um... Sorry, yeah, let's move no, on. No, I was going to say, I guess the, 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 the last thing, jumping back to the DC team... I'm Batman. ...is uh, we got some Batman casting yeah. news. There's been a lot of drama that's went down with this. So, originally, Woo! we... We um, last time I think we talked about that Jonah Hill was in the in the running yeah. for the role on one of our last episodes. I think we. I'm not sure we, if we have, but if we, we haven't, we've touched on it. I Jonah think. Hill was yeah. reportedly going to yes. play the Riddler. Well, at first people were saying, "Oh, he's going to play the Penguin," and then people were like, well, "Oh so no, it's the Riddler." People were saying they were uh, they were wanting the news. Him. Yeah, the news was reporting Riddler. Yes. People were like, he should play the penguin. Yeah, and just apparently rude, that's he's what not Warner, fat anymore. That's what Warner Brothers wanted too. But I do yeah. think he would make a better penguin than Riddler. So I, I mean I agree, but he's I not agree. fat anymore, so it's okay. That's you just don't have to be, solutions you don't have to be for fat. that. Yeah. The penguin on Gotham wasn't fat. Yeah. I agree. And the penguin on Gotham sucked. He was actually one of the better parts yeah, of that he was. more interesting parts of that show. Yeah. But I won't say better, but more interesting. Um but regardless of that, uh Things ended up working, uh, not working out with Jonah Hill because he apparently wanted ten million for the role. He asked for more money than Twi- Batman. He asked for twice as much money as Pattinson he, got for the you role. You don't ask for more money than the lead actor. What yeah. the fuck is wrong with you, Jonah? Yep. He. F- I mean, he's Jonah up. Hill, so I guess he thinks he can, but it's yeah, it's it's stupid. So uh, Jonah Hill dropped out, and the next morning, Woo! it was announced this was that huge. Paul Dano, yes, has been cast as the Riddler. Oh, you know that dude from There Will Be Blood. Yeah. Everybody says there will be blood, but I'm like, oh, you know that that, Ruby Sparks. that that dude from Ruby Sparks or Looper or yeah. Swiss Army Man Prisoners. or Prisoner. Like he's he's such yeah. a great character. No, Little phenomenal. Miss Sunshine. Yeah, Little Miss Sunshine. Thank dude you. is a fun look. Look, I when they were talking about Jonah Hill being the Riddler, I sat there and I thought, who 
could be the Riddler, you know? And I didn't really have an answer. Yeah. Jim Carrey was good for the 90s era, yeah, not but, like a totally different type of movie. He's, yeah. he's good in a bad movie. Yeah, I didn't have I didn't have an answer. And then when they announced Paul Dano was the Riddler, I I I like I like hit myself. I was like, "Oh, fucking yeah. duh." I actually you know who I think yeah. in a similar vein is why it's coming to my mind right now but i think evan peters would also have been an interesting that would have been he would have been good. phenomenal yeah. as well yeah. Been great. i think evan peters could do a good two-face oh my gosh as well. Ooh, yeah i've yes. never thought about that but he's a little young he's a little young That's to play okay. like a politician play like a, but play like a young uh, buck harvey dent just yeah. getting into the political True. scene you know yeah. but dude, i mean like, on horror story he's played older before as well yeah so. yeah yeah that's true, but oh, fucking. What are you talking about, Paul dude? Dano he's forty-five. He's forty-five in X Men Apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> remember, a de- every movie's a decade. Yeah, it's in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Paul Dano. I think is just an obvious fucking choice. Like he's going to be such a good Riddler. It's, once it's you just see insane. It, you're just, yeah, you're just like, of course, that's like that's the only choice. Oh my god! It doesn't. It. I think it's also just going to completely change his trajectory. Oh, too, 100%. because there's still so many people I see who oh, he's don't be know a who fucking he movie is. Star. Yeah, yeah. And, they, yeah. and I'm, I'm boggle that they don't know who he is i'm but. just excited it's, for it's him be and a, it in general it's gonna be an adam driver situation where nobody knows who he is and then he gets a star wars and then now <laughs> yeah. everybody knows who yeah. he is and he's working yeah. with amazing directors you know absolutely I mean? yeah. not to say he wasn't before but Spe- uh, i mean speaking of phenomenal fucking actors that have been cast in batman absolutely. zoe kravitz is gonna yep. be Catwoman. Yeah. yep that happened a few days before the paul dano and um, yeah this is all coming together very very quickly yep um I mean, she's really good in Big Little Lies. Um, yeah, she's she's a she's a very like frenetic act. She's 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 very um, she's a large presence mm-hmm. on on the screen, and yeah. um, I think playing Catwoman is a fucking great choice. And mm-hmm. did it, did you uh, read that Christopher Nolan? Said that mm. she was too urban. That wasn't Christopher for the Nolan. To to be fair, that was a, was, a, a casting director. Yeah. Okay, she didn't even get the chance to audition because gotcha. she was quote unquote too urban. Yeah. But yeah. still, like the idea that she could have almost yeah, it's insane that now she is in it. Mm-hmm. And I only and I only bring that part up because uh, all of the all of the casting choices, all of the kind of uh, little strings we've gotten from what this movie is going to be about. It's looking like the long Halloween. Yes. And if oh. you just look at Catwoman in the long Halloween, you're like, fucking Zoe Kravitz mm-hmm. is going to fucking kill that. Like the fact that no, like the fact that someone thought that she couldn't do it is insane. Yeah. Um, well, uh, yeah, I agree. And it's not even necessarily the fact that she couldn't do it, but that the fact that she just wasn't like the type they were looking for, which is kind of silly. Yeah. Um, but like Anne yeah, Hathaway was a terrible for Catwoman. me. <laughs> she was okay. No, she was, she was horrible. Right. Um, yeah, that's a different it was discussion. That's my bias of in that movie. So. That's my bias of but, hating that movie in general. But yeah, I know. I don't know why so many people hate that movie. It's a decent movie. Okay, let's, I almost right. walked out of that movie. Ah, uh, right, yeah, right, I'm not right, gonna. Right, that's one of the worst movies ever yeah, made. Let's, oh yeah, even worse than than like uh, than Birdemic. Yeah, it's that's, the trilogy. It's it's worse it's than the, the trilogy. Room. It's the trilogy. It's worse dilemma. Than, it's definitely better X-Men than X three. Spider Man three. Dark Knight Rises. They're no, terrible no, movies. No, 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 no. I feel like we're gonna oh, have this man. conversation at some point down the road on a different podcast. Yeah, so probably. This will be in our decade reviewing now. the decade. But I want before I do that, answer me this. Yeah. How did Bane get to Gotham and then to like Nepal or wherever the fuck he was keeping Batman in that? 
he cave just, he so just, quickly. He just hijacked a plane, dude. Yeah, oh, but he was there like the next day. He just hijacked like, that's a not plane, nas- bro. Nas- no. You can fly around the world in a day, dude. And then come back to Gotham and continue to own shit. You cannot fly around the world in that's, a day. That's a that's sarcasm. Yeah, <laughs> it's movie logic. Yeah. It's like um, I just, I fucking no, hate I don't. I, so yeah, much. whatever. So, um, but yeah, so I think what's really interesting about Zoe Kravitz too is that it reminds Who? me of the uh, Zoe Kravitz. Who? Zoe. Zoe Kravitz. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. Um, whatever. Uh, and. Uh, it's going to be a combination of the long Halloween, but I also get based on, I think chemistry wise, like I think what we're going to see a lot of too is um, like hush influences in terms yeah. of like them building like the, the tension of the relationship between mm. Batman and Catwoman. Will be yeah. Explored, I think. And I then think... And it just even looking at their names on paper, you're like, Oh yeah, I can see that there's going to be chemistry between those oh, two. It's like going to be great. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. I, I mean, think it's that. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. More. I just I I'm just intrigued to see where it goes with Pattinson, Kravitz, and Dano. I think it's such a they're all such interesting actors. So to throw them all in together into this yeah. larger than life universe, I think yeah. it's gonna oh be it's gonna be interesting in a good way. Yeah, yeah. If we I, go long Halloween, we're gonna have to add we're gonna have to add a Two Face. Oh yeah, absolutely. A Calendar Man. Yep. So who are we? Who are we was, looking for? I was gonna. That's literally what I was gonna ask. Was um. Wait, we haven't talked about Jeffrey Wright, Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. That's not confirmed, Thorn, but he's oh. in, he's in he's in talks, which means it's pretty much it's confirmed. happening. Yeah. yeah. Just like adding that. That means he's been into, cast. Let's yeah, put it that yeah way. exactly. Like just adding that level of acting into what we've already talked about is just like. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle so I this think, movie. I think I'm not going to because I would need to give it more thought. I'm not going to say who I think should play each role. The only thing I will say is that based on the casting choices by Matt Reeves so far, I think the studio is going to pressure him to to cast a name as at least one of the villains, like a real big name actor, like mm-hmm. a marquee actor. You Could know you see I mean? Oscar Isaacs as Two Face? I do literally. I when I thought Two Face, I was like Harvey Dent, Oscar Isaac. That, uh. That's Interesting. It could be really I can interesting. See that. But uh I don't know that uh, that would be my choice, but I don't know uh, if it would be my choice, but I think mind. I could see it happening. Yeah, it's just yeah. the first thing that popped into mind. And uh and so yeah, I think they're going to I think they're going to cast for Penguin or or Two-Face or someone, they're going to cast a name uh name actor. Yo. Bring back Danny DeVito. <laughs> I mean, but penguin. that's kind of the kind of person I'm talking about where yeah. it's like a a bona fide movie star, yeah, thing, yeah, you yeah. know. Um, you know, Maybe an Andy Circus or oh my gosh, um, ooh Andy Circus. What Serkis? about Christopher Walken? No, or Christopher. he's already been in a Batman movie though. He's also too campy. He's in yeah. Batman Returns. I think Andy Circus as a penguin could be super cool. Not even as a penguin, but just Andy Circus. But see, yeah. I don't know if he has that name draw. Like, like yeah, people know who he is, but he's not like a, a like a Will Smith or no. a Tom Cruise yeah. or so, no. like a like a marquee name, you know. Uh, I don't even though in my want mind them is. to shoehorn someone super famous into this movie. No, though. but I think that's that's the concession you have to make when you cast when you make really interesting, nuanced casting choices like that with people that don't necessarily like. Yeah, but they did the Joker, and it's making them a fuck ton of money. Agreed. And Joaquin is fucking Joaquin. Joaquin. Draw, he's yeah. he's I that marquee uh, name. You know? I don't. I don't. That movie don't doesn't work. That. that I don't think that movie works as or ga- it makes what. By the way, that movie's gonna make close to a billion. dollars. I, I know, but I think Joaquin, I don't think that movie makes a billion dollars. Like if 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 Joaquin's not in it. Well, no. that's because that's Jared Leto's no, movie. But that's no fucking he did, way. But like, that's only because he did so good. I don't think I don't think Joaquin is a marquee name. What the I fuck? Think he, I think he is. Yeah. I think he is what's, for. I what's think his, he is for, what's for his biggest viewers. movie? 
I think for older viewers, he is. I don't even think it's in, in terms of biggest. It's like Daniel Day Lewis. What's like, the fucking blockbuster it's, it's that Joaquin an, Phoenix was in? I don't think it's well, about I think blockbusters. It's, no, I think it's, it's, it's award winning. I think it's being a, an acting legend. Yeah. Like Daniel Day Lewis, where it's like, you don't. Daniel Day Lewis opens movies because he's fucking Daniel Day Lewis, you know? And even then, like, There Will Be Blood and some of his better stuff has, like, not really been. Well, that's what I'm saying, is I don't think. I don't think the success of The Joker. I think okay. Let's put it this way. Maybe I'm not. Maybe myself not. Right now I love not, not in not in much as much in terms of box office weight, but I think in terms of creatively, the part of the reason why that movie is so good is because of Joaquin. Oh, and it because only the movie because of him because for sure. the movie is good is as good as as it is is the reason why it's had such legs at the box office. Yeah, you know if that makes sense. No, that's, well, that's kind of yeah. what my logic is. For sure, least. for sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's anything else that we're gonna we're gonna keep following this. Oh, you know, there's I mean, going to be so much Batman more fan, So I'm going to be following this movie until it comes out. They, we're we're, um, we're going to talk about this almost probably every fucking podcast which until Which is funny it because we, we rag on DC a lot. More than I we will. But it's Batman. Batman is not, it's not DC oh, in my opinion. I have no like, shame in saying that Batman is above yeah, like the my rest hatred of for, the D- for yeah. DC. Exactly. Yeah. I fucking yep. love Batman. That's the way to do it. The Court yeah. of Owls. Dude, Batman the Animated Series was oh, one of my man. favorites as a kid. B- Batman Beyond. Hush, dude! Batman I love Beyond's everything about Blu-ray Batman. this month, by the way. Know, and I'm gonna dude. pick it that up. Fucking, that fucking remastered series. Oof. I know, dude. I'm excited. Yeah, and it comes with Return of the Joker on it too. But yeah, that's pretty cool. With that said, we should probably jump into our main topic yeah, let's because jump I'm the main sure topic. we're probably the people are like, okay, when are they gonna actually talk about the movie? Let now? me reiterate that Batman is better than anything DC has or ever will put up. Zombieland too. But you don't have a Batman t- tattoo, and you'll soon have a Suicide Squad <laughs> tattoo. I don't think that I will. <laughs> we'll see. Batman. Uh, Keep in we'll mind see. that movies being good are subjective. This is so I true. can just tell you that it's bad. Oh, yeah. And then I won't have The truth will come out, though, dude. The truth <laughs> will come out eventually. The truth will come out. It's true. Um, Zombieland 2. Uh, Zombieland 2. All saw Zombieland 2. Zombieland. Did you see it, Lauren? <laughs> Yes, I Did told you, you see I it, saw Taylor? It. Of course. Oh, interesting. It's almost like we planned to see a movie for a podcast and then all saw it. At Astra. Unlike last time. <laughs> I knew you were going down that route. Uh, hey, did you hey. see it, Joel? I did. What if I was like, nope, podcast yeah, over? That would actually be pretty fucking hilarious. It'd be hilarious. fucking hilarious. And it? then Lauren and I would be like, all right, what do you think? Yeah. so mad. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, we would have just had a conversation without you. No, I got. I would have spoiled it for you. I got four hours of sleep the night before and then worked all day on set yesterday. And then I was like, I'm going to go fucking see Zombieland. But you know what? I saw it at City Walk. Got nice. those sweet reclining theater seats. At least it's snuck like, in a tall boy. Oof. Had a, had a fucking phenomenal time. As I say, at least it's a nice breezy movie after a day of work. Like it's yeah. not too tough to like. You're not going and sitting through a Terrence Malick movie. You know, or at Astra. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So it's ten years since Zombieland. Yeah. Yeah. Ten years, uh, almost to the day, actually, I know. like by a week or so. Ruben Flasher came back. Yep. To direct number two. As well as the original, the, the, the at least the, the, cast, uh, the yeah. not the whole original cast, right, but like right. the four main, the main yeah, yeah. players. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, it was fun. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Um, I was kind of honestly scared that I was going to fall asleep when I went in. Mm-hmm. And, just because uh, you're like, t- you're just I was fucking beat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. But I didn't. It kept my attention nice. the whole time. So mm-hmm. that says something right off the bat. Yeah. Um, it was funny. I laughed. Uh, I thought a lot of the new actors that they brought in were really good choices. I loved them. I loved, uh, spoilers, how quickly most of the new characters got killed off. Uh, <laughs> it was just a lot of cameos yeah. for zombie yeah. fodder, which I fucking loved. That was very zombie land. 
yep. um, esque. Oh yeah. Um, what I didn't like was, and I and I didn't check this. It seemed like it the budget was smaller. It's like it didn't look as good to me. Hmm. Um, it looked cheaper. Um, and I don't know where in the... I think a lot of that has to do with the third act, which we can get into spoilers. Not even that. Like, like even even before that. Like, just the zombies from the beginning for me, I was, I was like, did they spend less money on this movie oh, than the see, first I one? Oh, see, I liked the zombies. I, I thought they looked interesting. At all. I thought they looked okay. pretty intense. I think that there might be some merit to that, only because the cast is, like, such bigger deals now than they were 10 years ago, especially with Emma Stone and Jesse Eisenberg. Well, that opening they scene really... when they're going through yeah. the field of yeah. oh, the that was White clearly, House, I was, was like, this doesn't look good. No, it was clearly green screen that they're Yeah, on. it looked like they, they They green screened a lot of this. Oh, yeah. 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 Whereas the first one had a lot of practical. That's and yeah. that might be where it's coming from. Yeah, yeah. It's like, but I uh, think I think part of it is the budget. Like these actors are probably asked to be paid more now too to come back, especially because they don't really need to. Like, yeah. none of these actors really needed to do this movie for their career. But you know? do you think they came back for money, or they came back because they like wanted to have fun? I with think it's. I think, sure. I think that's friends. a big part of it. But I think the money is a good like uh, uh, a good. Um, uh, Trying to find the, I can't find the word. Motivator, motivator to yeah. come back. Thank you. Yeah, I would be a terrible movie star because if I had fun with somebody and they were like, "You want to do a sequel?" I'd be like, ah, "Yeah, I'll do it for free." No, and I think that's, I think that's let's, a big part of it. Go. Like they, they were all working on developing the sequel, giving notes on their characters, working yeah. with the writers oh, and stuff, and for ten oh, years. So, but I will say that like th- there's simply more in, in demand now. You know what I mean? And if if you're gonna get a job that's gonna offer you five million for some other role, and Zombieland's like, we're only gonna give you two, but we really yeah. want yeah. like. It's the practicalities well, of it. Do we know so. how long their shoot was? It, no. it wasn't very long. I uh, that's what I was going to say because I wonder these... if that kind of has to do with the kind of the quality of it too. If it was just a kind of rushed production Super between fast, other things yeah. to just be like, let's have fun while we're totally. on break. Totally. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I pretty much agree with your sentiment um, on the movie generally, Joel. I think it's like really fun. It's a good continuation of the original, continuing a lot of like the. Uh, the 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 tonal elements and like this sort of like weird um like satirical space that the that the that the movie sort of lives in mm-hmm. um i will say that for a movie that had 10 years to write a script oh. uh, the script is pretty fucking yeah. rough like it's it's not it could have been better it's not <laughs> good but with that said i think the caliber of the actors and ruben fleischer's direction really elevate the script into something that's like totally watchable i don't think it's as good as the first movie no and i oh, think part God, of that no. i think part of that is expectation like the first movie didn't we ne- no one really saw that movie coming i think the first movie yeah. was a was like uh like a genre changer yeah it so was like you well, can't you can't like be better than that i wouldn't say it was a genre changer but but pardon the pun it was a genre reviver right yeah, yeah. but yeah um, i like you can't I I like even though it is its own franchise, I don't think it's fair to compare it. Like to you're like you're to never the original g- yeah, film. yeah to the original. You're never gonna make a movie that I good agree. again. But I will say that like you can you can expand the world and do some interesting thing which things which I think this movie does. But it also relies on a lot of what yeah first like it it, it there's a lot of good callbacks, but there's also a lot of stuff like for instance the graphics with the rules are like. What used way more than they were in the first plentifully, one. and yeah. it also reminds me. And it's like one of those things where it's like you're reminding me of the first movie and how much better the first movie is than what huh. you're doing here. Well, yeah. but they definitely don't hide that fact, though. No, no, yeah. they, Jesse Eisenberg's um, 
most of his uh, um, voiceover is literally like, oh, it's been 10 years since you last saw Zombieland. Yeah. Welcome like, back. Like it's He talks about the movie yeah. and he talks about the rule. Like, you know, like they yeah. really lean into that fact. Totally. The meta aspect of yeah. it. Yeah. And, and, and again, I don't I don't I think it, it works. I just don't think it's I think it's partly mostly due to expectation, actually, because you just can't be like surprised like yeah. the way that movie surprised you. You can't do it's hard to replicate that. That yeah. feeling. Yeah. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. I laughed throughout, but I agree that, that the script was not super strong. To me, it felt more like just jumping bit to bit to bit. Mm, yeah. And the story didn't really do anything for that. I loved the bits. I thought it was totally. great. Um, yeah. But... We when we if we're jumping into spoilers at all, it's I can touch on spoilers. more. Yeah, but, we might as well just we'll, we'll say um, it. spoilers for those who haven't seen it. But yeah, I just uh, the whole thing with Abigail Breslin's character. Oh, like, why was, was she even in this movie? Because yeah, she wasn't in this movie. It was, it, <laughs> yeah. No, and it was um, hard for them to just like the just the, yeah the justification just doesn't work. It just and that, that like, whole storyline really pissed me off. I think that's yeah. the storyline that really was like, what the fuck are it, we doing? It just like, seemed like everything was kind of to spur Woody Harrelson's next yeah yeah totally thing. totally and like he's de- most definitely in my review you know uh, that i wrote for this movie as you know he's definitely the lead character like he carries the emotional yeah. weight the oh, yeah. quote-unquote emotional weight of this movie you know I much think, like in the first one i but think still. the jesse eisenberg um proposal is a big oh uh, it is it is but it's treated like a, it's like but a then b, it's just it's thrown like a b, away it's, it's a, treated as a b storyline in a sitcom like it's the way i took it like the thing is, the funny thing is, this movie, this series, was originally supposed to be a TV show. They wrote a pilot. Oh no, yeah. they didn't just write a and pilot. Then they turned Have it you into... seen the pilot? It's no, bad. no. They they wrote a pilot. They turned it into the movie, and then after the movie became big, they tried to turn it back into a TV Man, show. It's the not. The pilot good. is awful. They Pilot's recast so everybody. Bad. Oh, wow. And then now they came back and made this. Yeah. So it's just this really interesting, um, like sequence of events and. Uh, I don't know if the movie necessarily ever acknowledges like that pilot that nobody knows no, about, no, or yeah. it, it but I think there's a little bit of subtext to be said, you know, with the way that um, that failed so miserably, and then them trying to re like, in terms of the story and the script, like trying to essentially replicate that, but like with yeah. the original actors, mm. if, if that all makes sense. Okay. I find it I find it super interesting that that you think it was Woody Harrelson's movie because I one hundred percent yeah I like because uh, he doesn't really get motivated until Emma Stone comes back yeah which is pretty early in the movie yeah. that's like know. that's literally the inciting incident of yeah. the movie dude that's like fifteen minutes no in. the inciting incident of the movie is her leaving in the first place right okay, and then well, she's back like yeah. five minutes later I would say no! I would say I, no I would say the stunning surprise is her leaving. The inciting incident is when she comes back because she says, oh, I lost Little Rock. And that's the whole crux of them going yeah. to find Little Rock. So I for guess. me, that's the inciting incident. I was more emotionally invested in Jesse Eisenberg's conundrum of having a girlfriend and then the love of his life being like, totally. I'm back. And he's like, yeah. fuck. I know. And I, I well, I mean, I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure that, you know, what does that, that mean? No, it's just uh, it's just funny considering you, Joel. Um, what does that mean? That you that you related <laughs> to it. Just your love life, man. I just think that if somebody it's not a burn, it's just the, if somebody ditched me and yeah. left me a fucking note, yeah, of course the next beautiful woman who wants to have sex with me, I'm gonna yeah. say yes. Yeah, no, and so I think that that's that. I think the setup for that for that storyline works really well. I just don't think the movie really falls through on it. Yeah. Like 
I think as soon as Zoe Deutsch comes in, that's a really interesting turn, and it's good dramatic material. She's such a good actor. Oh my god, Zoe Deutsch is 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 amazing in this movie. Only for the fact that she's like so because obviously, you can call her character like, annoying, you can call her character stupid, but no. it, but she's playing it. Of yeah. course. Yeah. She does a good job with the character. Oh, good. It's 100%. Did that yeah. character need to be in the movie? No. Did she play it well? What she I was going she for? Needs, yes. I would say she needs to be in the movie. Probably not as much, though. Yeah. Like, she didn't need to be in the movie as much. And yeah. we'll get to it, but I think one of the best gags actually comes from her character, though, where she's like, oh, it's an allergy. Like, that That was a really no, funny thing. That's it, the only... That it's is cheap, but it was actually... I hated it was, that part of it the movie. It was really yeah. funny because, like, it plays against the tropes of like the zombie attack like killing right. the person before they turn but like it's just a really an, smart flipping of as the an table. audience member i was watching her eat something yeah and then i saw her get splotchy and i was like oh she's having an allergic reaction yeah, yeah. and three people in a car weren't like oh you're allergic to something They're totally like, no she's I think a zombie i'm like I don't, what I don't, zombie don't, have you seen get puffy lips and be and like I don't, turn red i don't think it's meant to be realistic but i think that's part of why the comedy gets fun is because they don't realize i thought they were trying to be too much of a callback to the murray incident yeah exactly that's true i yeah, didn't find it true. funny i just thought it was like this is this is more unrealistic than zombies being real I was like, you like no one in this car is a human with a brain. Like yeah. as much well, as they're making okay. fun so, of her for so being stupid, I would say, so I you're... would say, I don't know that I agree with the choice, but I I think it could be justified in the fact that they've been living in the zombie apocalypse for ten years, pretty much amongst themselves. But no zombie has looked like that when they turn. So you're criticizing that, but you're not criticizing the fact that they just like logic wise, they just say, oh, the power's still on because blah blah blah, like. If we're talking straight logic, realistic logic, like the movie's not trying to be logical about it. No, it's I 100% be like, believe the power would stay on until like uh, a transformer fell over or something. Which in 10 years, that would, shit would rot. You know I what mean, I mean? You don't know. Like, I've seen, never seen like, someone working on at, the fucking power outside my how, building. Look how fucking crazy Chernobyl is 25 years after that was abandoned. No, no, no. We're not going to talk about nuclear I'm just, power I'm just, right now. I'm Those just, are two no, different I'm just things. saying in terms of abandoned places, like in 20 years, they can look vastly different and be completely destroyed by nature. Right. Like, but have you been to like a power plant? Like unless someone turns it off, like it's no, not going to No, no, no. I'm just using that off. as the most ready example of like nature taking back over in that yeah. sense. And so I just don't think if you're worried about like the logic of whether they realize she was having an allergic reaction... Like, I don't necessarily think that's justified when, like, the logic for the world itself can be, like, so wishy-washy at times. You yeah, know? I mean, okay. I agree with Like, the... I think it's a nitpick, basically. Uh, it's a... I think it's a little bit more than a nitpick because, like... It is like, a crucial pro- plot point, I think the fair. I think the power part of a zombie apocalypse is a nitpick, but if you look at a human being having out al- having an allergy attack and you've come across how many zombies in your life? How many zombies have you fought? Right, but the became... whole point of this movie is that there's now multiple types of zombies. Exactly. And they've also and they've also become so like desensitized that they just assume that some like it's like the, it, it, you know it's like they just assume someone's a zombie or they're going to be cut. like they yeah. the lack of humanity in a sense yeah. like that that situation takes out of you or puts seeing into that you, like swollen face and like red blotches though i'm like I that's an i think this is that. a we've discussed this more <laughs> way more in depth than we probably should have but but nevertheless because but this is the only huge problem i had with the movie yeah. so like i wanted to like touch on no it. that's fine like i just um I, d- I just i didn't think the whole movie was amazing as a whole but that yeah. was the only part that i was like this is fucking st- straight stupid see the the part that i thought was fucking stupid was was when they're like Come into the sanctuary and melt your guns oh, into yeah. a pendant. That's fair. Like, oh, yeah, that's also what the stupid. fuck? What kind of 
any logical person in the zombie apocalypse would never give away their fucking no. weapon. Yeah. Especially just, after 10 years. That's so like, stupid. Especially it's, it's Woody so Harrelson. Stupid. Yeah. And the only reason the screenwriters do it is to is to have an action scene where a fucking monster truck runs down a bunch of zombies. Yeah. But that was pretty cool. It was cool, but <laughs> it's so clearly like a, a device of the, of the script. Yeah, yeah. To it like, did give me my favorite line of the movie because I relate to it so much. When which one? Jesse Eisenberg gets so sick. In there that he's like, please just let me out to the zombies. It would feel so much better oh, than this. Yeah. And that is me with my car sickness. Yeah, that's so. totally. Yeah. I was like, I, that perfectly but, sums it up. Absolutely. But with that said, I think one of the one of the things that impressed me the most about this movie is is the world building. Like how they how yeah. they how they forward the world. They add new mythology, like the T eight hundreds I thought was a really great yeah. recurring gag that, that never I mean, I'm a Terminator fan, so it's like a hard. lot a Any lot Terminator of jokes gonna get me, but yeah. yeah, a lot of zombie media don't have evolving zombies. Exactly. So it's uh, yeah. I don't know if I want to say it's new because I can't say that it's no, never happened. No, but they're but trying it's fresh. to they're trying to add something yeah. to, different to the genre. You yeah, know? like add a different flair to it and make. I mean, you also when you're just mowing down zombie all days, zombie day, zombies all day, you're not necessarily like there's no uh, like danger factor there or like tension in the story. Yeah. So by having deadlier zombies, like I can yeah. see that as like a good reason for having like. Yeah. Some sort of tension at the end, even though I, I don't think it necessarily works that, that way. I thought that this new zombie would have amounted to more than what we got. Absolutely. The way they describe it. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of just like, okay, well, you're I just, just another... I would, the whole time I was like, cool, when's this big thing going to happen? What's yeah. going to happen? What's going to happen? Like a super oh, the movie zombie. seems like it's almost over. Okay. Oh, now there's a horde of zombies and they're dead. Yeah, we, 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 I we, think it was a need... horde of... T eight hundred. We need like right? the we need yeah, they yeah, were but so was, they're basically just, just fat like they're twenty eight days later zombies. Yeah. yeah. We need like a like Resident Evil Nemesis. Jesus we need a Christ. nemesis That's in this universe. Terrifying. See, that yeah. would be that would be a real like game changer, some kind of bigger entity like that. But yeah. But yeah, I think this movie does the 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 um the world building real well and i also want to give a shout out to rosario dawson who always oh, kills yeah. it and everything she's in and Nevada. she's so amazing in this but i think that um the graceland sequence is probably my favorite sequence the fight scene with luke wilson well and not just the fight sequence Thomas but Middle-ish. that but the whole the whole sequence where it's like they show up and the ebb and flow of it they show up and graceland's gone and woody's like oh what the hell and then they go on the, they find the little mini graceland and then the doppelgangers show up and then that fight scene is so good. I think I think that's perhaps one of the most inventive. Um, the camera work in that fight scene zombie, is super good. Zombie sequences in terms yeah. of the camera work. Also, I really like the idea of of something we don't really see in zombie movies, and I think something re- this that really interesting this movie brings to the table is uh, jumping back to the Zoe Deutsch thing, but done with them is seeing a zombie actually turn in real time into a zombie. Seeing oh, yeah, that the Luke process. Wilson thing where he's like, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah just <laughs> yeah. seeing that. Like, we don't know. We usually just get zombies. Either someone's about to turn into a zombie and they die, or we get zombies who have been rotting for years. And yeah, seeing yeah. that actual transformation. Yeah. I mean, we've seen it, but in the way this movie does it is really interesting. Yeah, you know, that sequence was one of my favorites for sure. Yeah. The fight scene was great. The comedy was on point. Um, yeah. And I wanted to ask, uh, did the callback jokes work for you or were they too much? They worked for me for the most part. I would say yeah, there was a, maybe one or two times that it felt a little egregious, but for yeah. the most part, it, it worked for me big time. Yeah. I was just kind of hoping that the Murray callback would have played out more throughout the film. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I did like that she like, yeah. knew it was such about a it, point though. Of yeah. It. Yeah. It's like folklore at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's why I yeah. thought we would have encountered I, it one or two more totally. times. Totally, and I think that but. did it fine, but I think it's the smaller, the subtler payoffs to yeah. the first setups. Like, for instance, like in the first movie when he meets um, the neighbor, Amber Heard's yeah. character. I can't remember what her name is. Uh, like apartment number four nineteen or whatever it is. He gives 409, her the four oh nine. He, yeah. he gives her the cup of code red, right? And then in this movie, they have a payoff shot of He's him giving the code, the code red. And yeah. it's little stuff like that that like I and he I, dr- and he he like he name drops her too. Yeah, I, he does. I know he does yeah. and again. And I love that. If, first of all, the code red joke always killed me in the first one because it's such a like. 2000s thing yeah, like nobody yeah. drinks code red anymore so the fact that they brought it back like really tickled me but yeah the little stuff like that uh, i think works really well i again i think the, the the graphics the visuals a lot of the stylistic things like are a little bit overused although i do like the addition of the zombie, zombie kill of the year yeah. and of the decade like that's Although to be fair, like Zombie Kill of the Decade should have been saved for the for the inevitable third movie ten you think years from now. You, you think they're gonna do a third I, one? I, they might. The it took them ten is, years. The, the to cast do this were saying one. like if if the opportunity comes, we wow. might do it. So they're right. open to it. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I think, think it my... would be kind of cool to have one every ten years. Do a zombie anthology yeah. every ten years. I mean, yeah. I'm always down for more zombie shit. You know me. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed, and this is such a small thing, but he kept saying "nut up or shut up," and someone was like, "That's getting old." Yeah. And then he changes it. And he's like kick him in the dick and yeah. i was like <laughs> love it love it it's still yeah. it still rhymes and yeah. he and he switched it up yeah i laughed about that one a lot like yeah. super small one not like a huge part of the story but he just goes all right well let's kick him in the dick and i'm yeah. like all right yeah good i like it was that pretty good yeah. what about you yeah um oh gosh i don't know i don't know that i have any like joker reference in particular mm-hmm. no no but just that like out, it worked like, for you though like the like they clearly actively oh. playing on nostalgia from the first yeah. movie and like 100%. how did that work for you yeah no, no no i i think that worked well cool and it's it, i mean it's clear from the marketing that that's what they were going for and that's yeah. what yeah. they were banking on um and it's clear by the fact that the story was not <laughs> important yeah. yeah um that's why i say you know it, it felt like it just built bit to bit to bit to bit yeah but yeah. i still had a great time watching it so yeah. that's all that I could really ask from that movie. Absolutely. Yeah. I thought Woody Harrison was actually going to die at the end. I thought really? he was going I thought he was going to sacrifice himself. Yeah. Just because I didn't I don't I'm not I'm not looking for a third film yeah. because this one took so long, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um so when he was running through especially cuz he talked so much about like the running of the buffalo or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought at the end he was just going to fucking jump off. Yeah. And all the zombies were going to follow him and he was going to like save the day. Yeah, I thought that um, But then like he lived and it's like, oh, I mean, it kind of brings the stakes down like a little bit. Yeah. But um, I guess maybe that is to make a third movie. Yeah, we'll see. Or at, least, at least to leave the option open. Yeah. But I mean, to be fair, like Woody Harrelson is the one who's having the most fun in yeah, this series. Oh, anyways, yeah. I did know, like when the zombies the... were grabbing him and he was like, throw something at him. And they're just like chucking random yeah. shit like shit that's yeah. not working. Yeah, because they don't have any fucking guns. Yeah, because they don't have any weapons. Dumbasses. <laughs> but yeah, I would say I would say that that ultimately like this movie is as fun as the first one. But I don't think that it has. And not to say that like Zombieland is like a dramatically hefty film, but right. I think that like. Part of the reason why Zombieland works is because of that like family theme yeah. of them all coming together, and also like the the thing that kills me in that movie every time is the backstory with Woody Harrelson. You think it's a dog the first time, yeah, and then it shows yeah. the kid. like stuff like that. That like is really 
truthful and I think gives that movie like a lot of resonance for people yeah, in a weird way. You know, like it's not it's not necessarily like again super dramatically hefty, but that makes the movie like it it uh it gives you that it makes you connect to the movie, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well that's why I kind of cared more about Jesse Eisenberg's story in this movie because like um I really loved the end when she was like, Yeah, like we are we are like meant to be together. Like yeah. a lot of the thing was like she was trying to question if they're only together because of circumstance or yeah. if they actually love each other. Yeah. Because he's only with uh Madison. Madison because of circumstance. Totally. And so she kind of has that same thought, like, oh, are we only get Totally. Like, and is I, that the only I reason think, that we're I together? Just, Go for it. I wish... I think it was a good setup, but I don't think there were enough moments in between mm. her running away and her, her saying yes at the end oh, okay. yeah. to because it's, justify because that. Because she, she comes back, and then and then she's, like, pissed off about it. She's and then from there the on, it's, it's very casual and sassy, where she's yeah. like, oh, you did this. And then all of a sudden, she's like, well, I kind of want to be with you. And it's like... Maybe that's a character epiphany, but it's not really like, like it com- it's not conveyed by the movie. Like, right? I, get I think that... she conveys it as an actress, but the movie doesn't. Take well, it yeah. she can't really be mad at him for having a new girlfriend because she literally left him in the shittiest way possible. Right, totally. but but she the whole we're meant to be together thing. What yeah. signs do they have? What else has happened within this movie aside from the final battle? I think the fight scene show at the that. RV. I think the fight scene at the RV was a big like teamwork moment that they yeah. kind of that they. It, it 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 wasn't obvious, but I thought they yeah. did. I thought that was a character building bonding moment for them as well. Yeah. Um. And I just I, think a couple more moments of the two of them. Oh, I would have loved. Yeah. More, would have for made sure. it yeah, yeah. stronger. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree with. Even that. if it was just a cutaway within and, that. Yeah. And by the way, there's there's a rumor. There's a guy who like scoops online on on Twitter, and he, uh, he's this a few months ago. He's saying there's a big movie coming out that has dueling cuts going on, and it's kind of turning weird and apparently Zombieland 2 was that movie so I think wow. editing what we're talking about and along with the Abigail Breslin storyline uh-huh. I think editing plays into this a lot because yeah. it's like is Abigail Bre- like Abigail Breslin isn't a bad actress and it seems like they're intentionally like she has nothing to do in this movie I thought I thought she was bad in this movie uh, and Which I don't is weird because she, she's not I a bad actress. Yeah. I, that's what I'm saying, and I don't know if that's a result of the editing or if that's just like the character. I don't know not the character. She kind of seemed like she didn't want to be there. Or, I mean, probably not. She probably I mean, better things to I do, wonder. But. I didn't know if maybe it was like a scheduling conflict or something. That's why she wasn't in it totally. As much, but, I, but I think that plays into what you guys are talking yeah. about because it's sort of it's a little rushed, is what you're you, you, essentially what you're saying, Lauren. Well, yeah, the, she the, just, the, the relationship yeah, between yeah. Uh, the two. Yeah, which is true because at the end she doesn't talk about it. She just says. Yes. And yeah. he's like, and then he has to infer like, oh, you're saying yes to that thing I asked you like a while ago. Yeah. And yeah. then, oh, here's a ring, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, I did like the ring bit where they had it and then eventually it comes back into play however cheesy it is. I think yeah, it works yeah. symbolically. Yeah. The so. hope the hope diamond. Is it's that the hope I diamond? Just, yeah, I hope pretty, it is. I just funny. really wanted Madison to be like, because she makes that joke about, oh, is she your sister? When they yeah. start kissing, I just wanted her to be like, why are you kissing your sister? Yeah. Like, make a dumbass joke like that. And yeah. then realize, oh, yeah. this is her ring. She was to be so fair, though, good in this movie. Madison, the funny part is that Madison is a really dumb character, but Zoe Deutsch is smart enough to play her that she's actually kind of a little bit smarter than she acts in certain respects or than oh, she yeah. sounds. Like, no, there are some... She makes some really funny like yeah, there choices. Are, there are parts in the movie where you're like, how dumb is she? Yeah. Because she's actually like... Is this all a facade? She knows, she knows what's happening. Yeah. Like, yeah. Totally. 
like the like even the moment where it's where <laughs> I love the moment where she's she's about to 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 pounce on him and she's like if you don't sleep with me I'm gonna go screw the old guy yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. that shit was really funny. I don't know, just stuff like that. I mean, she yeah. has, she had, she had the know-how to steal the ice cream truck to yeah. drive, you know. And how, like, well, how the fuck is she living in an in ice cream yeah, freezer? You know? I don't know. But. Yeah, she's she's an airhead, but she's clearly got yeah. her wits about her, and she says that. I think she. Yeah, is, I mean, she wouldn't survive this long. Is there not an yeah. an argument she has with Emma Stone where she was like, "Well, I survived in a freezer for ten years." Or yeah, whatever. like basically. Yeah, yeah, or maybe it was Woody Harrelson saying that she like didn't deserve to be alive or whatever, and she was like, "Well, I survived this long." Yeah. I, f- I forget the yeah. line. I was very tired last night. Um, but yeah, she even makes mention of that the f- she survived up until now. So clearly yeah. she's not that dumb. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I she was probably my favorite new addition into the Zombieland mm. movie. I would say Rosario was mine. Yeah. Agreed. The Graceland sequence was my favorite, which yeah, included as a, as Rosario. As a whole, like multiple scenes. Yeah, yeah, but I think Madison's character was just fucking solid gold. It was yeah, so those funny. individual scenes with Madison are really, really. Yeah, good. it really reminds me. It's of, fried gold, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it really reminds me of. Uh, I never got around to finishing it, but season two of Adam and Paul was mm-hmm. gonna have like an airheady blonde girl. Oh, really? That they're, like, fighting that, over. Not that they're fighting over. So, like, at the end of Adam and Paul, Adam kills Rachel's boyfriend because he's infected. Mm. And then, like, that means that they can be together now. But there's weird tension because he, like, had to kill her boyfriend. Her boyfriend. <laughs> and so they, like, finally get together and just, like, midway through season two, just as they're starting to, like, be comfortable in their relationship and what happened, um, they meet these two badass sisters who have been surviving the zombie apocalypse <laughs> by themselves. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Yeah. It's kind of like a Buffy Faith situation, and uh, but like he meets this girl and she's immediately super into him. And while Rachel's kind of str- like strung him along for years, as long as he's known her, this uh, really hot blonde girl's into him, him like immediately. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Whoa, fuck! What do I do?" Like, uh, and so like that just really reminded me of like the Madison thing. And I was like, mm-hmm. it, "Okay, I see how this could very well work." I see what mm-hmm. you're doing. Yeah, I, see what you're doing. I dig it. I dig it, and I now have more ideas. <laughs> Um, yeah. Anything zombie? Let's make some more zombie stuff so I can watch it because I love all zombie stuff. Yeah. Uh, oh, the Walking Zach Dead. Zach Snyder's Let's make Adam and Paul. Yeah. Uh, Zach Snyder's making a new zombie movie. No, I don't Netflix, care so. about that. Oh, interesting. Um, I mean, he made Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, like, he did make Dawn of the Dead. That's one of his only good movies too. You know, so that's, fuck. that's what I'm saying. That's what yeah, makes that's it unfortunate worth for me. anticipating. I know. Uh, I will watch anything zombie. Um, he there was a Sweet Walking Dead. Uh, reference uh easter egg yeah, yeah. Uh, when he's reading the zombie book and he's yeah. like this is all just so unrealistic it was super funny yeah um i want more give me more give me more do you want to see Walking a, Dead a zombie, or more zombie land both do you want to see a zombie land three absolutely do you want to see zombie i think yeah, 10 years too. like cool. the novelties would be the same you want to wait yeah. another 10 years i think that's the whole point like that's the fun of it they're all gonna be too old <clears throat> which could be funny i think that's part of the fun of it how did you like seeing Bill Murray kill zombies at the say. end of the movie? It was yeah. good. It was good. Uh, everybody was like, oh, my God, the final post credit scene is so amazing. It's the best thing in, ever in cinema of all time. And I was like, cool, this is going to be awesome. And I yeah. saw it and I was like, that's cool, but it's yeah. – it's- I wouldn't say it was the best thing ever. It, no. I it was cool that Bill Murray did all of his own I think stunts. It's, I think it's the funniest did he? part of it. He did. Yeah. I don't they, know if I believe that. I, I they believe had it. A, they There's had, a few things he did where I was like – 
oh, he's too old to do that. I, apparently, they had a stunt person on set, and he said, no, I got this, and he did it, because wow. they, they had to wow. actually shoot that really fast, because the junket, um, they only had one day to shoot everything, and yep. the junket scenes took so long yeah. that they started losing time for the fight, so yeah. they, they had to shoot the fight. I think it said, like, something stupid, like two and a half hours or something. What? That makes sense. Um, and that was not the original plan for yeah. that scene. Um, <laughs> back in the day, when they yeah. were originally planning it it was supposed to be bill murray dan Aykroyd. it was all the ghostbusters the, it guys was the reunion of the ghostbusters. reunion golfing and they were trying to convince him bill murray to come back for a ghostbusters yeah. sequel that's funny but that's now so good. they i well i think that's the, two on point yeah, so i think, <laughs> I think so all that stuff is really fun like bill murray doing a fight scene is really cool i think the funniest part to me the most subversive part to me was the fact that he's promoting garfield three right yeah that was that's the part which is for why me they did it, it because up. they're like well ghostbusters is happening yeah. so yeah. what is never gonna happen that yeah. <laughs> that and yeah. then in the fight scene he's like done. i hate mondays yeah yeah <laughs> exactly yeah so i mean i think this is a fun like forgettable movie you know in a lot of ways like a good forgettable like it's uh yeah it washes down easy you know? the only yeah. time i'm ever gonna watch it again is if i watch zombie land one and then i'm like ah, oh, may as well see what happens after this I would, you could easily double feature these like yeah that would be a fun double feature yeah, yeah i'm never gonna rewatch it just because i thought it was good like i'm gonna watch one and two before three i'll, I'll probably own it before um uh you know, at at some point. Well, that just makes because sense I, for I'm you. I'm a completist. Yeah, but, yeah exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's not one that I'm going to clamor back to. Like no. when I first saw Zombieland, I was like, oh, I need to go back and watch that again. You know, I don't feel that way that with this movie, although it's a decent film. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. So for me, in terms of rating, I, I would give it a three three out of five. I'd go mm. three and a half out of five. That's that's fair. That's what I was originally going to rate yeah. it, but I just don't think I'd give it the, a three and a half out of five because I had fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd probably say three and a half also. Um, and only because the script wasn't great. Yeah. If the yeah. script had been better, it probably would have yeah. been at least a four, four and a half. Yeah. Ooh. But do you think? Do you think? Uh, which do you like more? Do you like Shaun of the Dead or Zombieland more? Mm. Zombieland one or two? Well, I mean, it, not better than two. I mean, to Shaun be fair, it actually has Shaun of the Dead has more, uh, more similarities with Zombieland two. Yeah. Than one, but one's a better movie. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Shaun of the Dead. Hmm. I don't know. That's I have, tough. I would have to yeah. go Shaun of the Dead. Just because I like a I lot think... of the rules in the first. Like a lot of the introduction of the rules in Zombieland One are so good. Yeah. 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 But I mean, if you were like one of these, will never exist again. I don't think I could live without Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, I think it's yeah for me. It's Shaun of the Dead. Man, I was just curious what you guys thought. <laughs> no worries. Thank I mean, the Cornetto trilogy wouldn't be complete without Shaun yeah, of the Dead. Yeah, so. it wouldn't exactly. exist without Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, the world's end is something else, but I like the world's I end. I had fun. It's the last, like, five minutes of that movie that really disappoints the me. Aliens. <laughs> it's like Shaun, it's like a Scott Pilgrim for you. Oh, God. You I know, where it's like, I that. love every bit of that movie up until, like, the last five or ten minutes. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this episode of Pop Pop, the Pop Culture Podcast. Let us know. If you enjoyed Zombieland 2, maybe you did, maybe you did not. If you could have a sequel to any zombie property on the planet, don't care what it is, book, movie, TV series, one shot from fucking 50 years ago, what would it be? Let us know uh, at 
I'm the LA nerd at gmail.com or in the comments just, anywhere. Just like Zombieland has has zombie kill of the week, we have zombie question of the week. Yeah, exactly. Zombie but question of the week. What? This is the only week of zombie question. Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, next week yeah. it'll be a different or next episode question of the will be week, a different question. Zombie themed. It's 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 October. Come on. <laughs> I personally wish that the Walking Dead comic never ended. So uh, let me know uh, <laughs> which one you want. No, Damn, I, that, I want it to be. No, I know. I'm saying I want it to like, go on forever. Like you're, 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 the way you said it where you're just like, I wish it never ended. Oh, like, yeah, it no, was, was, heart, there was so much heart sadness, sadness and heartbreak in that. My heart is broken <laughs> and maybe the fans feel the same way. Uh, let us know. Taylor, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at Taylor Salen. You can find me writing for mandatory.com as well as superherohype.com. Mm, mm. Mm. Lauren, where can people find you on I the internet? I am at underscore Miss Pixie underscore on Instagram. I realize I'm also on Twitter. I just don't really use it, which is why mm. I don't say it, but it's the same. Shameless Twitter um, followers. You can are, still you plug know. it. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, may, as well, may as well hoard them. Also, quick shout out. I just shot a Dead by Daylight fan film. Speaking of zombies. So keep an eye out for that. Hells yes. Awesome. And you know who I am. I'm the LA nerd. Instagram twitter and youtube i'm the la nerd i just did a rise of skywalker trailer reaction video please check it out drop a thumbs up drop a like drop a subscribe and if you're not subscribed to this podcast why the fuck are you even listening subscribe to this follow us every subscribe on itunes specifically yeah if you i mean have subscribe because... whatever the fuck you want well yeah but itunes is the easiest way because it'll auto download shows oh, for you right the rss and also feed. also if you're feeling up to it leave us a comment on itunes while you're at it and a review yeah, comment, review, same thing. Come and hang out in the garage with us. Yeah. I mean, why don't you just come here right now? We should come do a live right stream. Now. Let's if hang you guys out. want us to do a live stream, we can do a digital virtual hangout. Come be yeah. on the podcast. We'll hang cool. out by the virtual water cooler. I will let anybody let us, on this podcast. I want to say, let us know if you want to be on the podcast. I will literally let anybody be on this podcast. So let us know. Do it. Next episode will be Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. We're going to check it out soon. Look out for that shit later, nerds. Bye. Bye. Bye.